Sven Lutchins, I want to talk to you. Mr. Robson, there is something alive in the pipeline. You're out of your mind. There's nothing down there. I promise you, sir, I did hear something. You've been unnerving my crew. Now you, get out. Listen. That's it? Did you hear what I said? No, stick. Now listen, will you? He's down there. In the darkness. In the pipeline. Waiting. Today's episode. <laughs> really kiss the seaweed. Hug it, hug kiss it. the seaweed, darling. That's the money shot. I felt that Victor Pemberton was really interested in how the refinery worked and how it all linked up. Me, not so much. <laughs> we know what it is to have these th- these issues. I need yes. a parent. Give me a parent. Any parent will Give do. Give me a parent now. <laughs> They take in natural gas, they excrete nasty bad gas. Hello and welcome to World Enough and Time. I'm Andy. And I'm Alex. How are you? I'm good, darling. <laughs> darling? <laughs> darling. That's quite topical, actually, for this one. I think there's a lot of darling in this one. Yes. <laughs> Looks at notes, doesn't remember. <laughs> okay. There's lots, just trust me. What have you been up to? Um, I um, you know, we've been talking about will I ever get any work during the pandemic? Well, I got we some have. work. Oh, Yay. I know you yes. won't believe it, but listeners will be fucking loving that. I I get regularly asked, has he got any work yet? <laughs> so <laughs> really, I really actually do. So the fact, like, Mon, uh, I, I wouldn't say it's a, a number of people, but Mon. Relax, he's got some work. <laughs> yeah. He's going to be able to feed him and his kid today. It's going to be all yeah. right. Yeah. And the thing is, this will go... Sorry, today, rather, is the 1st of March. Is it not? Isn't it, though? <laughs> Feels so marchy archy. So I'm halfway through the consultancy now. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's really good news. So yeah. hard to do to get any business in this. So well done. Especially when you have no experience of doing it remotely. <laughs> but you have experience yeah. of doing it. I do. I do. And you so have a magnetic do. personality, which you forever... <laughs> no, that's not what we're going to take right now. We're not going to take that little outburst. Wow. You do have a magnetic personality. You have the kind of personality that people want to get close to. People enjoy your company. People enjoy what you say. And people want to be your friend. That is exactly what you need in this situation. So, shh. True fact. Thank you. Good support coaching there. No, it's just I'm not true. giving you. A, I'm not giving you a coaching fee. I refuse. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> oh, we still have any f-ing money off the car crash guy either. <gasps> hell, so oh. bad. I will give it to you as soon as we get it, but nothing has come. <laughs> but yeah, 
Yeah. Yes. Um, I don't wish to worry you, but I have a little book in front of me. <gasps> oh, shit. <laughs> oh, I'm away on holiday, and I've brought my dog to quiz book with me. Shit, I need to make. I need to have a quick wander so I can get it. It's, okay. It's, it's, it's a... You're not still plugged in, I are am, you? I am, I am. Oh, you're okay. It's coming, it's coming. Oh, I gosh. Oh, I haven't seen that. The official yes. quiz book. <gasps> ah. Yes. Well, you got your choice. So I, I was holding, sorry, I should say for the, the listeners, I was holding up the original Doctor Who quiz book with the Space Invaders yeah. cover um, by Nigel Robinson. But Alex has got Jack Rayner's official Doctor so Who I quiz book. So I think we book. should do halfy, halfy, half against me half against you and then we'll see what happens okay so i was I sounded really keen on that didn't i okay <laughs> <laughs> what did the whole no everyone loves the quiz that's the only people reason the only reason people tune in so just do a whole quiz for me i'll do a whole quiz for you speak <laughs> you f- along it'll be good okay pick the questions that you enjoy companions of the doctor one Yes, that's I what thought, I want. I thought you'd like that I one. I love okay. that. Number one. We did all the quiz, 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 quiz. <laughs> Question one. Only two of the Doctor's companions entered the TARDIS for the first time with the sole intention of making an emergency phone call. Name one of them. Oh. I know, I was like, don't, I think I know one of them, but I can't for the life of me think of the second one. So, and you've got to think of pre, pre Peter Davison for this quiz book. Oh no, you yeah. haven't. It has got Peter Davison in it, hasn't it? Oh, actually, no. <laughs> so yeah, yeah it's pre Peter Davison, which is kind of shows how old. Let's be honest. I'm not going to do much thinking. I'll just breeze past the thinking. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm thinking Dada. She's yes! Yeah, I yes! think that. I think Dodo. That's the one I could think of. Yeah. Who the frick else? Stephen, he's not, is, is, okay, I need to ask this just as a general. Stephen, is he from Earth originally? Why is he on Mechanus? Is he supposed to be from Earth? I think he's I um, an Earth, yes, I think he's from Earth. He's a pilot, isn't he? He's a space pilot. Is who he? got stranded there, yes. Oh, I okay, know. so no, not him. No. Okay, so it needs to be someone kind of 60s, 70s era. Um, yeah, you see, I think it's... Okay, so Joe, no. Liz, no. Yeah. But you've already got Thor Sarah, Marks, because no. you only had to name one of them, so... Oh, did you? Okay, I'm really not going to try then. That's <laughs> <Great. I> thought. <laughs> right, well, shall I do the answers later? Yeah. Okay, yes. number two. What is Romana's full name? Romana Boratralunda, thank you very much, sir, and thank you and kind regards. <laughs> thank you, Miranda. Um, number three, which of the Doctor's companions was attacked by a giant rat in the sewers of London? <gasps> Leela! Oh, Leela's doing very well at the moment. She's having a happy time, but yes. Is she? she is. The cat. She's very, very, yes, she's the cat, not the member of the Sever team, the timid member of the Sever team, perhaps. Yes. Um, after the Master had murdered her father, how did Nyssa journey to Legopolis to join the Doctor and Adric? Well, I agree. How did she? How the frick did that shit happen? She just kind of popped up, didn't she? She's like, hello, here I am. Um, by the thing? 
Yes, by, by the, the something. By the power of Grayskull. <laughs> Is that it? I don't think that will be the answer. We'll see shortly. Okay, but I, I think I think it could be. I'm I'm hopeful. Power okay. of Grayskull. I'm glad you've written Got that it. down. Number yeah. five. Which of his companions did the Doctor meet at Culloden in 1746? Sorry, that wasn't laughing at the year. Cause it's not a particularly funny year. Yeah, it was hilarious, that year. <laughs> All that death Shit on Culloden. <laughs> fun, fun, fun. <laughs> Jamie. Yes. McClummon. McClummon. Yes. Six. Which of the Doctor's companions married a Welsh Nobel Prize winner and accompanied him on a journey down the Amazon? Well, yes. I still don't quite can't quite get why. Like, I don't see that burgeoning romance in the way the others do. But yeah, that chap, what's it called? Clifford. Clifford? Yes, but Clifford we wanted Pants, her. We smell? wanted her. I know you Oh, know. Joe. Josca. Yes. Jockstrap, as I think I used to call her. <laughs> you did call her Jockstrap. <laughs> I did call her Jockstrap. I'm always a bit upset about her married name, though. Don't you think? Oh, bit... I don't know what she becomes. Jones, is it? Yeah, Joe Jones. Joe Jones. Become... Oh, that's so dull. She was think, never destined to be a Joe Jones. But I think Josephine Jones is quite good. That sounds like a, someone who solves crime. Okay. Yeah, that adds, <laughs> that's, that's a nicer slant to things. Yeah, I'm happier with that. <laughs> All these years later. Good. Dear Barry Letts, we're okay with that as long as you use a full name. Well, <laughs> I, it's another thing that comes to that. I searched Martha Jones. No, it wasn't Martha Jones, was it? It was Megan Jones today. Oh, yeah. And I thought that would come up with lots of people. There's not that many Megan Jones in the world. I was not? actually quite shocked. Gosh. No, it's like the second thing that comes up in a search. Yeah. Anyway, and Megan yeah, Jones yeah. herself was a shock in herself, was she not? She was amazing. Yes. Anyway, seven. For which magazine did Sarah Jane Smith do most of her writing? Yeah. Um, yes, the, <laughs> you know, the very good magazine. I just the, like how I can watch your face now and I just saw the, <laughs> the recollection coming to your eyes. You came alive with the knowledge of this answer. Yes, yes. Uh, From the, the, the London magazine. The London. London. The London. <laughs> the London. You call it the London. <laughs> you know, that good. one. Um, eight. In the adventure, Planet of the Daleks. No, that was eight. That's nine, isn't it? No. Not okay, in my Josephine world. Jones was six, was it? Yes. Got it. Carry on. Carry on. In the adventure, Planet of the Daleks, who offered Joe Grant the opportunity to start a new life on which alien planet? Yes, ma'am. Could you say that one more time? <laughs> you didn't hear any of it, did you? <laughs> no. Not a sausage. <laughs> I'm like that sometimes. I'm like, no, I didn't process any of that sentence. It's like you're back at maths in, in maths at school for me. <laughs> Probably another subject for you. Uh, in the adventure, Planet of the Daleks, who offered Joe Grant the opportunity to start a new life on which alien? Oh, planet? that man, the guy with the nose. It's quite a Pertwee-esque nose. Um, Spiridon jumps into my mind. I don't know why. Um, he's he's just not an it's not an attractive man, but he looks very seventies. Yeah. He's 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 from the planet of the Daleks. No, he's not. Yeah. He's he's from that place. No, but you got it the right way. Hair. I was telling you, you've got the planet. The planet's correct. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Because I would have got this wrong. I would have said Scarrow, but it's not Scarrow, is it? Because they're on 
Spuridon, and he's a he's a Thal. But what's he called? Yes. That name, yes. Hmm. We yeah. always used to, I'll, I'll we, used say to have, that. we used to laugh about this because his name is something funny backwards. But we'll come back to that. Oh, I hate that. That's something we always used to laugh at, and I can't even remember. I don't it. think we laughed that much. I think I'm exaggerating. Okay. With a little laugh. I remember there was a picture of him with Joe in Doctor Who magazine or Doctor Who Monthly as it was then. And he did look like a woman in that picture. It was an unfortunate picture. And I'm like, well, he would, she wouldn't go off with him, with her because it's a her. <laughs> anyway. But then still Clifford was confusing, but yes. Yes. Nine. Which school on earth did Susan, the Doctor's granddaughter, attend? Coal Hill. Thank you very much, sir. And yes, and thank you. And finally, number 10, which of the Doctor's companions was an extremely competent astrophysicist, but when the Doctor met her was working as a librarian? Zoe of the Queenless. Yes. What's her surname? Zoe. 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 She did a bit of veterinary on the side. <laughs> that doesn't help, does it? <laughs> no, what? I felt like it could. I felt closer with that. Zoe. Veterinary. Zoe <laughs> <laughs> Veterinary. Have you got a famous vet that you know? Oh, her. No. Oh, that. No, not oh, her. Him. 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 Oh, yes, him. <laughs> are you thinking of? That? Are you thinking of um, her who kept killing people? <laughs> yeah. Wait, am she, I? I forgot what she the, was called. The Swedish one or yes, whatever. Yes. <laughs> she kept saying, I think it's going to die. <laughs> <laughs> she'd look at this poor hamster and she'd say, it would be in her hands. She'd say to the child, I think it's going to die. <laughs> and it would die. She was the shittest vet ever. <laughs> Truda Mostu, that's her name. I just came to read Truda Mostu. Yes, I was thinking no. that. So, yeah, she definitely wasn't Zoe Mostu. I agree. <laughs> Let's rewrite history so it is. Let's rewrite <laughs> all the books. So, moving on. Okay, so the answers. <laughs> Number one, Dodo Chaplet. Yes, and? Tegan Javanka. Like in the 80s, she thought she'd be able to call for help in a bloody police box. That's yes, insane. it was on the outside of the bypass, wasn't it? But that's sneaky because there's loads of Legopolis questions in this book because it was the last mm. it's the start of the new era kind of but they, they really capitalize on the fact that's the last one they can ask questions about fair enough gosh this gosh this book's old um two yes of course Ramona for Atalanda. three yeah. Leela yeah. four she was brought Nissa was brought by the watcher I think I knew that and also yes, have you, you did, other, also heard of the other name for the watcher the gray skull Ah, no. No. Okay. Five, J- Jamie. Six, Joe Grant. Seven, not the London. <laughs> although that would be a jolly good name for a magazine Wouldn't if anyone wants to start one. The London. Metropolitan, it was called. Oh, you see, I actually was thinking Metro, and I'm really annoyed with myself uh, that I didn't say something close to that. Damn my vanity. There but we go. I, I tell you, this is the perfect example of the sort of question that was all over these books. We were always being asked that question. I think it's just why we know, rather than the fact that it was ever mentioned in the TV series. No. It was only mentioned like once. No, I think I've been asked it in this f***ing book, which is why it might have been stuck <laughs> in my brain. Yes. So, oh, oh, wait a second. This this answer's wrong. Ah, ha, ha. So, 
They said Onscaro, and it's not Onscaro, it's Onspiridon. Yes? Yes. And the answer is la- Lartep. Oh, Lartep, my or old latep. mate. Oh, Petal. Petal backwards. <laughs> <laughs> the old Petal. But that's wrong. You are wrong, Nigel Robinson, and I claim my five pounds. Yes, Nigel. Yeah, nine Coalhill School. Yes, I know that. It says Coalhill Secondary School, but I don't think I ever ever saw that on the. No, I think they just assumed that you would do that in primary, and also she's old. Yes, yes, and ten Zoe, but it doesn't say a surname. Oh, I win. Yeah, it's Heliot. Heliot. That's, that was my vet clue. Yes, and that's a very good vet clue, but just not a real vet. I think that was the problem. No, not right. Zoe Mostu. I, I, I feel disappointed that we didn't get onto question 11, because question 11 was which planet did they find Stephen on? And I didn't think you'd know that, and you did. Oh, are you proud of me? Yes. Just a small bit. Nice. Right, well, we need to run through these, because I really want to give you these questions. Oh, God. Right. Scared. Okay. Scared. Obviously, we span... We span the gamut when I do this because I can't tell what is old or new dot two. It's all confusing. What T is the Alien Fighting Institute founded by Queen Victoria? Torchwood. I feel like I'm on I feel like I'm a mastermind. <laughs> Good. Please could you be? Good. Um, it's because of my new ring light that's behind me. <laughs> it's quite officious. <laughs> could you swivel a little bit as well? Okay. What T is the deadly form of the last humans? Oh, you know this. Oh, those things in the in the discs in the spheres. Toclophane. Good work. What tea are the fly? Oh, sorry. This is initially tea. In case you're wondering why I was going on this vein. Yes. Um, what tea are the fly-like aliens the Doctor meets on Sam Helios? Oh no, I know it's Planet of the Dead, but I don't know what they are. See, I don't even. I can't picture this. I don't know what we're talking about. Thirty tonkeys. Thirty tonkeys. Thirty tonkeys. Um. So tell me, San Helios, which doctor, what, and when, and why? It's the Easter special with David Tennant and Lady Christina de Souza with a big bus. Oh, that one. Okay. They're called Tritivores. That's it. I would never got. Never Good. would have got it. What no. tea is the game played by the Doctor and the Celestial Toymaker? The Trilogic game. Good. Thank you, Magnus. Like it. <laughs> I feel quite magnanimous. Um, what T is a cruise liner that crashes into the TARDIS? Titanic. Good work. Yeah, well, it was okay. Good. Yeah. What T is a missile the master tries to steal? Ooh. I didn't know it had a name. I, I was thinking Tom Tit, but that's wrong. <laughs> this, is in the, this is the mind of evil. I don't know. It had, did it have a name? The the T Big James Bomb. Bond. Tea. Almost James Bond. Tea. <laughs> I just say tea and do all sort of lots of yeah. sounds after it. Very good, yes. The tea tea tonky yes. missile. Correct. Thunderbolt. Oh no, am I allowed oh, to do that? Oh gosh, yes. Um, what tea is the anthropologist who twice helps the Doctor against the Yetis? Travers. Good. What, what tea? <laughs> we all love these. Are the Rani's four-eyed servants? Tetraps. Yes. What tea do the Doctor and Romani use to locate segments of the key to time? The tracer 
Or to give it its proper name, the, the Locator Muter Core. Oh, look at you. Doesn't think the teeth are wrong. Um, no. What team is the alien race to which George, son of Alex, and Claire belongs? Pardon? Didn't understand blah, blah, that at all. Blah, 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 blah. I don't Say know. it again. I said, what tea is the alien race to which George, son of Alex, and Claire belongs? Or maybe it's son of Alex and Claire belong. I don't know. I have no idea what I just said. Ooh. Are they the ones from the family of blood? Are they the family of blood? I don't know. If it begins with tea, maybe. Don't know. What's the answer? Tenza. No, they're something else, aren't they? No idea. I, who are the Tenza? They're something. Who are the Tenza? They're, some, they're something. They are. I've heard of them. I haven't heard of them. No idea. But you did really <laughs> well. I think you got some oh, wrong good. and mainly right. Correct. <laughs> who can want for anything more? Yes. Good job. <laughs> I enjoyed that. Yes, thank you. Thank you, please. Thank you. Um, <laughs> you've Mirandaized me now. <laughs> I'm now wheeling to the centre of the room. Actually, I'm pulling it on. Let's say I'm pulling it. Let's say. I can see you. I've exhausted. Sweat pouring off your face. Exhausting. It's time to see what we can see on the time space visualizer. What is this machine? I thought it told you, my dear. It's a time space visualizer. You mean a sort of. Time television. Yeah, it's like that. Yes, that's exactly what this is. Do you want to go first or yes, second? Yes, I do. First. Oh, gosh. Even though I'm going to say to you, give me just a little more time, because our love will surely flow. Give me just a little more time. song needs to be remembered it was that middle stage it wasn't i should be so lucky it wasn't <laughs> no, i've got golden no. hot pants it was the middle it was the happy time she was wearing odd things she was wearing waistcoats and and platform shoes it was a lovely time for kylie should be remembered isn't give me just a little more time there good work yes yes and very yes, fitting so. with the time space visualizer yes yes so I've gone very on brand for 1968. Good, like me. So this was this was number two when Fury from the Deep started, and it is. You're the lady. You're the lady that I love. I'm the lady. You're the, the lady. lady. The lady. You're the lady, you're the lady who. You're the lady, you're the lady who. You're the little lady. I'm the little lady who. 
Thank you so much. I love your eyes. That's very nice. I love your chin. Say it again. I love your chinny chin chin. Rockefeller, Rockefeller. Rockefeller, Rockefeller. I'm your Rockefeller. I The sad thing about that song is I only know it from raw sex singing it. You know, I think I know a lot of songs only from raw sexing them. Actually, <laughs> I, I don't actually realize that some of those songs are just real songs. At the time, yes. I think I thought they were just made by them. Yeah, no, I don't think I've heard I'd lo- I actually can't wait to hear this. I've heard it just now, it was great. But yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> you know what you mean? You can't wait <laughs> on this on this beautiful March day. Mm-hmm. Now, you've squashed my favorite Beatles. More importantly, what have you been watching on TV? Sorry, I said it wrong. What have you been watching on TV? <laughs> you really need to patent that. It's beautiful. Um, right. I know that, sweetie. Um, I have finally finished his dark materials. Thank you very much. It was lovely. Lovely. Uh, but I did way more enjoy the Kieran Hodgson um, abridged version. It was beautiful. Oh, I didn't see that. It's so good. That. He's just oh, like... I must see that. <laughs> oh, it's just... It really, it really is the whole season, like in just like about two minutes. <laughs> it just gets to everything. Yeah, it's so oh, good. Guys, I love this Doctor Who one. Yeah, really no, good. they are really good. Um, I have um watched a bit of um Two Doors Down as well, which has made me happy. Uh, yeah, the Dune Mo- um I can't remember what her surname is. Dune McKicken. Yeah, the um the impression of her everything just caused absolute fury. It's so good. <laughs> just the you could just see the honest fury, and you just know that that's happened before. You just remember oh, that fury of yes. somebody who cannot have the piss taken out of themselves. Yes. Oh, it's so good. Um, oh, yes. Oh, no, I feel yes, like I'm for that moment. Yeah. yeah, too good. Um, oh, I've what? Oh, I've been watching so much shit. I feel embarrassed. I've watched a oh. lot of. Of English quiz shows because I missed them. Oh. I've, I've and we don't watch those, and we're here. I know, but you only don't watch them because you don't miss them. I've watched Catchphrase more than once. Um... <laughs> <laughs> this feels like a confessional. It's awful. How dare Can I help I? you, my child? Uh, yeah, I've watched, I've watched Catchphrase. I've watched. I mean, obviously. Gosh. There was a great period of Christmas time where Only Connect was on every day. Um, so all of that. Yes. I have them recorded. I have watched them have, And I'm just yes. waiting for more. Um, a lot of The Chase. Too much of The Chase. Um, the Wheel. Gosh. That, I tell you, that's more popular in your country than Huge it is now. Huge in this I country. Think. Huge. Oh, honestly, is it? it is like yeah. prime time, absolute top of the tops. It's, it's massive here. It's insane. Apparently, Paul Sinner... Like walks across, walks down the street in England. No one notices him. Down here, everyone's like, "Oh my god, <laughs> we love you!" It's insane how into it we are. Yeah, no, um, I don't get Gosh. why. Um, obviously, I did watch Doctor Who. I, I feel that that shouldn't have come second to Catchphrase, <laughs> but it did. <laughs> um, no, I was wow. really sad actually. Um, I didn't why? love it. I was really quite. 
It was no. it was back to no. when everyone was like, oh, so Jodie's kind of ruined it. And it's like, well, I really like what they've been doing with Jodie over the last couple of seasons. I've been quite enjoying it. Yes. And like, I just feel like they took it back to, yeah, so there's no overarching idea. There's nothing big happening here. It's just... Oh, there's Daleks. Let's stop them. And it, there was there was no extra thought. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, they, yeah, I just I just felt sad. I I wish Daleks weren't used for those things. I just I'm so over them now. It's like that's not a shock factor anymore. That's really you've just fallen oh, back to nothing. Boring. So yeah, no, I'm pretty disappointed. Um, yeah, there yes. we go, young man, young sir. Mm. And how's yes, <laughs> yes exactly, lovely lad. How's about you? So I have been watching something that's glorious, and if you haven't started watching it yet, you're in for a treat. It's called The Great. I haven't, and Do I don't know what you're oh, talking good. about. It's a brand new series, which isn't like me to talk about. No, twenty. Years. I know this is insane. Yeah, I know, and it is a ten part or eleven parts. It's there's disagreement on the internet as to how many parts it is. But it's um, about Catherine, um, who becomes Catherine the Great when she becomes married to Peter. And she's trapped at the royal palace in Russia. And everyone's mad and chauvinistic and dangerous. And she's plotting to kill him because he's mad and evil. And he's played by Nicholas Holt from About a Boy when he was a kid and Skins. Yes, I know him. Elle Elle Fanning from Maleficent. Oh, Um, is she now? and she's fantastic. Oh, I like the her. Other, the other lead is Sasha Dewan. Oh my goodness, that's huge. And it's hilarious. It's a comedy drama. A toast to my new wife, the Empress of Russia. Huzzah! It is... No, you don't talk, my love. Oh, of course. Be an enormous responsibility and honor to lead a country of such import. It's actually not that hard. I'm happy to hear anyone's problems with me. Don't worry about the bodies. I would like to be useful to Russia to help its greatness. You will bear my ears. There is no higher use. Rabbit! These sticks are to enhance your fertility, but I cannot work out whether we wave them over your womb or insert them into you. I'm pretty sure it's a wave them situation. And I couldn't work out why I was loving it so much. Until I realised it was written by the same guy who wrote the Oscar-winning film The Favourite. Have you seen The Favourite? Oh, I love that film, yes. Yes, so it's the, exactly the same style. But it's ten parts and it's oh an hour goodness. each. Oh so my it's, it's gorgeous and oh, it's I'm so, so hilarious. I'm so excited. Oh, yes. I love when you give me proper direction. You've done <laughs> how, real how good work here. Very, very <laughs> irregular. Oh, I like it. <laughs> Oh, well done. Excited. I just, I just have to share, share some dialogue with you. It's just really made me laugh. So on arrival at the, at the palace in Russia, um, Peter commands um, her new maidservant soon after arrival. She says, take the empress to the other ladies and speak of hats. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. So is this, how do I watch this? I don't know. What I is really it on? <laughs> What have you seen it on? Give me a bit more direction, you big f***ing turd. I don't know. Um, Ironically, and this time when we've suddenly got Netflix now and I'm watching everything on Netflix, it's not on Netflix, it's on... um, Channel 4, do you have Channel 4? No, holy big shit. (laughs) 
But I have just watched the first episode of Dancing on Ice. That's been fun. Oh, Andrew Paul. Sorry. Yes, back to there. Gosh. Oh, yes. Yes, I thought we were watching Rue as well. Yes. Um, Mama Rue. Um, I just have to show you, show you some more dialogue from The Great because it's just too good not to share. So this is the ladies of the court. There's one character who's brilliant. She's called Mariel, and she has been put down to the to be a maid because of something her family did against Peter. So she's no longer an aristocrat. So all the bitchy ladies of the court sort of treat her like shit. And one woman says to her, I think I should whip you for insolence. And Marielle's response is, bit harsh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't wait. Yes. Oh, so realistic people in that. Oh, I know. And then so later, good. later, this is my favourite bit, is when Catherine's in her apartments when she's realised that Peter isn't going to be the love of her life because she's really naive to start with before she realises that it, the world is against her and he's evil. And she just declares to Marielle, I'm married to an idiot. And Marielle <laughs> witheringly says, yeah, it's never happened to a woman before. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant. You're going to love it. You're going to oh, love I it. I am. I can't wait. I'm too excited. Very. Well, I haven't watched anything so good. For, as you can tell, as I've fallen back <laughs> on hard times, it's been like... Catchphrases, hard times indeed. As is that yeah, tonight. <laughs> even, in our, even in our worst reality world of death, we never watched Dancing on Ice. Did which, by not? the way, we never called it Dancing on Ice. We always called it Dancing on Shite. <laughs> <laughs> I can see. I think I actually did say to the kids, shall we watch Dancing on Shite? Because it just falls <laughs> off the tongue so easily. But still, it's... I have, yeah, you've just driven me to it by not sharing these kind of bits of bits of information. So thank you very much now. You're listening to World Enough and Time, a classic Doctor Who podcast. I think it's high time that we listened out for that throbbing heartbeat. Oh, gosh. Nice. It's our story du jour. Yes. Fury from the deep! I'm afraid that Mr. Robson is being controlled by some force that emanates from this weed. You mean the creatures have taken over human beings? Yes. This is a struggle for power, Miss Jones. Matter over mind. You ask me to destroy years of hard work, skill and government money like that? I'm asking you to destroy this evil that's in the sea before it's too late. Why can't we go anywhere pleasant? Where there's no fighting, just peace and happiness. It's begun. The first part of the invasion, the Battle of the Giants. Oh, Jamie. Jamie, I'm frightened. They're everywhere. They're all stolen. Every living place. So. Good. Tell me, what is your relationship with Fury from the Deep okay, from the very, so, very beginning? From the very, very beginning. So I would say about a year ago, when we f- were in the in the beating heart, shall we say, of podcasting joy, and I was like, well, I'm just going to watch this shit for fun. I'm just going <laughs> to revisit this stuff that usually I would put some hardcore effort into. I'm just going to watch this stuff and enjoy. And I, um, because I've downloaded like every episode of Doctor Who, Fury from the Deep was there for the taking. And so I watched it and it was obviously just the um, 
whatever it was, the telecast imagery things. Reconstruction. Yes, yes. loved a bit of that. Um, and they did a good effort, to be honest. Um, and yeah, so I watched that and thought, happy, happy thoughts. Um, I, I was feeling the joy from Patrick Tratton anyway. He does some good shit. Um, I was quite happy with him. And so, yeah, I was really kind of riding the crest of the wave and thinking, yeah, Patrick Tratton does good stuff. Um, so, yeah, no, I I knew it was um, Pumpkinella's last story. I can't think what she's called. Victoria, that's her. Pumpkinella. Um, <laughs> So easily in Victoria. Um, yes, and Absolutely. and so I was kind of looking out for that, um, and I kind of I had that awe, I guess, in my heart of like anything could happen. Like, but I, I had that a year ago, unfortunately. So I had that kind of being the excitement of Quill and Oak was huge last year, um, whereas it wasn't quite so big this time because I was expecting them. Um, yes. So yes, there. That was yeah. my first experience. Gosh. So, I think I probably saw it in the Doctor Who archives in Doctor Who magazine in Doctor Who Monthly, but I don't remember which particular issue. I just remember lots of pictures of Patrick Troughton and 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 Deborah Watling, sort of like going close to towards rocks with seaweed on them for publicity shots, and was like, no, a bit further down, Debs. You know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Seaweed. Hug it, hug it. Kiss the seaweed, darling. That's the money shot. Yeah. So I remember that. Um, and also just the fact that it's the one with the sonic screwdriver, probably from books like this. It's like I really did important. not know that. And when they, that ah. happened, I was like, is this the first one? Is this the one? Didn't yes, it yes, is, sweetie. Nice. But also what these books used to be obsessed with, I'm waving this book in front of Alex's eyes. I'm um, they it. used to be obsessed with the fact that Victoria left with the Harris family. They were forever asking that question. Who did who did Victoria leave with? Oh, it was the Harris family. Where yeah. is Victoria now? She's with the Harris family. And it was constantly that question. I also have this beauty. <gasps> oh my god, that just brings back so many different memories. I've Does not it? seen that Target book for so long. <gasps> I oh, know. That's so beautiful. But it's wait, now a bumper I, volume, don't you know? Yes, it's a bumper volume. But wait, I had a lovely little surprise inside which I didn't know was there. Are you ready? I know, it is quite sad. Can you see? Deborah Watling! Oh, yeah. she was adorable. She was my oh, first, no. first ever um, autograph person. Like, I, I wasn't... Oh, was she? Yes, because that was Excess Space 2. That was my first ever Doctor Who convention. And she was the first person I was like, oh my God, she's going to be the first friend I ever meet. It was just massive for me meeting her. And I knew I'd so, never seen anything she was in. I probably never would, but I just still knew she was yeah. amazing. Yeah, she was. So what's more, what's more important that's just occurred to me is this book was within half a meter of you, and it still looks pristine. That's what I find <laughs> incredible. <laughs> Good job. You, you would have signed that hold it. Space to... Oh yes. No, I, I could I have. Believe. I could have ruined that. I, there's there's so much potential <laughs> for ruination there. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> So, yes. Um, good. But I think so that I, does yes. really bring home, though, the fact that at the time I was so excited to see Deborah Watling purely because of the joy that you used to have about her. Like, I yeah. used to think she was... Because I think I'd already seen The Mind Robber then because The Mind Robber was out quite early. 
That's and, Zoe, though. Yeah, no, I know. So I sorry, compared... <laughs> sorry that's rude of me. Just like, yes, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but at the time, I was like, "Well, Zoe's shit because Victoria." There's nothing that exists ah. of her. So she had that kind of elusive way about her. So I remember you being like, oh yeah, we've got this one, but f- that one. Like Deborah Walling, <laughs> she doesn't, she's like, she's massive. She's that gorgeous one who there's no stories of. And you'd be so excited if you saw her, but we never will. And so there was just that oh kind of gosh, allure yes. about her that I just kind of, yeah. So it really, and I think I've talked about this before with Seeds of Death and stuff as well. Like I just, cause was mm. never that interested by that really intelligent, fucking wonderful librarian person. Cause <laughs> there was a girl who screams that I hadn't seen properly. Um, so yeah, no, it just, yeah. It, I, I still had that feeling about me with her that I was going to be amazed by her at some point. And I, I'm, I'm still yeah. unsure and of when that's going to come. <laughs> it's so going to come. It's so happening. <laughs> Next time. Well, I think this is the product of growing up as a Doctor Who fan in the 70s and 80s, is that you were force-fed the best era of Doctor Who is the second Patrick Troughton season. Oh. It's Jamie and Victoria, and it's all the bases under siege. It's the monster season, as it was known. Oh. And... As you said, you'll never see it, but it's got, it's got Tomb of the Cybermen, it's got the Abominable Snowmen, the Web of Fear, it's got... Yeah, and to be deep. honest, they are pretty good. They are really good, they are. And I still like Victoria, um, but... Oh, honestly, but that's, there's, fucking hate but there's, a, there's a nostalgia for it, for her, for me, that's the thing. Yeah. Not so much fair. necessarily the, the action. She yeah. was shit. Like, that's what I've come oh, no. to believe. Cannot f- deal with her. She just screams all the time. There is nothing redeeming about her. Like, what does she do that you actually are, like, missing? Like, Jamie, like, why would you be sad for that to go? You must be so grateful just that you won't have to hear that shit anymore. It's, oh, it's exhausting. Anyway, we'll come back to that in a minute. But Sorry, I've got what? to ask you whether you remember something. So do you remember that we went to a Doctor Who stage play in the early 2000s? Was in that... Port, Portsmouth. Oh, yes, I remember that one. Yes, they had like swastikas up on the stage and stuff. Yes, and it was so funny because it was a Doctor Who play and it had a big swastika behind us. And there's a photograph of me, of, of all of us, um, with Derek's parents and aunt and uncle or whoever they were. Oh, Paddy and, and Sue! Uh, that's right. And we're all sitting, we're all standing in front of the stage. But it's a really unfortunate picture because it looks like we're at a Nazi convention. <laughs> <laughs> There's the Nazi flag behind us. It's like, yay, here we are. And we're actually at a Doctor Who play. See, <laughs> cut! <laughs> oh, no. But what I don't understand, and here we go, this is the interesting thing. Either the following year or the year before, I think it was the following year, did you come back to Portsmouth with us or did we go alone? Because Marisa and I saw Fury from the Deep on stage in Portsmouth. I think you might have gone alone. I think you might have travelled to like about 200 metres from my house and gone to a play alone. I know. <laughs> That's what I don't understand. And I've got question marks on my sheet. I'm like, I don't understand this. Had we so moved we to definitely... Amsterdam at that point? Oh, maybe. 2002. No, we moved in 2003. Oh, oh maybe I was having a baby. Or getting oh. or getting married. or No? Yes, baby maybe. Baby maybe something. 
definitely 2002 though. Well, that's what I found on the internet that it was 2002 because it's it kind of like as this amazing then you play. Hate me. Um, if it was that, 2003, yeah. then I was getting married or having a baby. Hating, hating. <laughs> But Maurice and I definitely saw it on stage and there was a lot of foam and there was a lot of heartbeats and there was a lot of use of all around the theatre so that you could have people going down in impeller shaft from a high up. And that was at Gunwharf Keys in Portsmouth. Portsmouth, I think it was Theatre Royal. Yes. But um, I think we were very lucky to see it because not many people saw it, but I hadn't realised that I'd seen it. So it mustn't have had that much of an impression on me. I was like, vaguely I remember it. (laughs) Wow. Yes. Yeah. So, but the biggest wow is that we didn't go to see it with you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you did. My memory has completely escaped. Actually, I did think that. It's possible. It could have happened. could have been foam. could have been great. <laughs> yes. So anyway, should we, should we get into it? How do you want to get into this? How do you want to tackle it? Oh, shall I give you a brief... A, a brief oh. synopsis of the story. <laughs> yes, as is tradition. Yes, recent tradition. I like a recent tradition. I like tradition when no. it hasn't upheld as well. That's another thing I like. Um, so, um, right, give me a moment. I'm just going to collect my thoughts. Are you seeing the collection? She's collecting right She's here, got right? hands. She's got <laughs> hands. They're moving towards her. She actually is doing hand gathering. It's <laughs> like she's gathering the room. <laughs> as if that works. <laughs> Good luck, listeners. <laughs> righty, righty. Okay, so, Doctor, Jamie, Victoria, they land. They're all prepared with their little lifeboat of joy. So cute. <laughs> Love that they have that all ready and waiting. They do a bit of paddling. They get to the shore. They look at a pipeline. He'll be worried. Don't know why. Why are they so worried? Don't really explain it. He's got a sonic screwdriver. Good job. Good job. It's... Neat, isn't it? Cute. Um, um, yeah, then they get shot. Not quite sure why. Who does the shooting? Never gets explained. They get <laughs> <laughs> they get brought in by some oil refinery type dudes. Things aren't going well. They've got like a whole load of other like oil rigs. People not happy. They're turning green. They're whispering. They're whispering all the time. <laughs> help us. We're not happy. Why are we not happy? We can't explain. It would help us too much if we told the <laughs> storyline. We can't tell you. But really help us. So that happens. A woman gets stung by a seaweed. What? Good. Um, and go back, find her. All foamy. Um, the monsters are after the uh, the doctor does call them monsters at some point which I really like he's like they're they're monsters and I'm like oh yes Yes, they are definitely the monsters Um, so over the course of six episodes let's be clear six episodes um, yeah we find that there's some seaweed that feeds on natural gas that excretes nasty gas that's the nasty gas TM Um, yeah Hurty, you don't like it. Doesn't kill anyone, don't think. Um, and they do some thing on a big rig. Why do they do a thing on a big rig? Because um, they want to really do something nasty. But again, 
not entirely clear. It, there's a lot of not entirely clear in my synopses. It's, un, it's unfair. But they do have a good jolly on a, on a helicopter, lest we forget. Um, jolly happens. Then the seaweed monster's gone. Gone. Ended. Um, but the Wilsons, are they called the Wilsons? Harrises. Harrises. I've been watching, I've been reading a book where the Harrises take in someone at the very end. It's been a difficult moment for me. Um, Harrises. <laughs> Wilsons. Um, Harrises. Um, and, um, Harrises. 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 We used to do that all the time, didn't we? Arse. You're Aris. Oh, oh, Derek's new girlfriend surname Aris. Oh my f-ing god, oh, <laughs> you're Aris. <laughs> I struggle a lot. Anyway, carry on. Um, yeah. So Victoria's not coming. Oh, she defeated them by screaming. Let's yeah. not explain any further. Um, yeah, screaming happened. Monster's gone. She decides to stay. Jamie's sad. Not sure why. Let's go. There we go. And the end. Gosh. Gosh. Did I, did I miss important points? Because I don't think I actually did this time. I, I think it was all there. I think it was. All of it. I'm, an, yeah. I'm actually sad that I think it was all there. Like, I actually oh. don't feel like I missed anything. I really Oops. hope that there was big chunks I missed, but I don't think so. And you were a little hazy on what was happening on the rig. Stuff <laughs> happened on... Oh, there's a really cute guy in a turban. I loved that bit. Yes, that a bit of so diversity cute. they brought in there that wasn't there. And was the that in the animation? Cr- crew member. I, I, yes. Oh, that's so good. I wondered whether that was an animation thing, but it was really I'm, I'm assuming. Can I say the worst thing about the animation? They're not going to say it. This, they're not going to think this is it. Because there's... I don't know whether you know, but a load of people complained about the animation because they said everyone's arms were too long. <laughs> Alex is looking really confused. <laughs> I know, it's, it's, it's typical of Doctor Who fans that they complain about something so 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 irrelevant. Like their arms were too long. It's like Oh really? Oh my <laughs> yes, goodness. Honestly. Yeah. But um, yeah. the thing I didn't like, the only thing I didn't like about the animation was that they had that picture of the master up in the refinery. And it was I did see that and I did be like, okay. Uh, oh, I kind of like that, it. It's like, well, he might be a thing before he's a thing. It's kind of clever. No, yeah, I know, but why would you have a wanted sign up in a private refinery? I mean, <laughs> just the logic of it didn't make any sense. In a police station, yes, like it was in Faceless Ones. <laughs> but here, it was like, wanted. Oh, we, we need to find this man. Let's put up this sign on this deserted oil refinery and hope we'll catch hope him. People come, hope people yeah, come yeah. forward. It was just a bit. It was cheesy, I guess, but nothing. It wasn't awful. It wasn't going to end everything. But yes, I think it was just because it was on the main set, so you quite often had people talking when he was just behind them saying, "Hey, I'm Roger Delgado." So it was yeah. Cool. But I have to say, everything else, I absolutely loved the animation. I um, like the animation. I must have, and, and Marnie walked in. She was like, "Is this Archer? Have you seen Archer?" Yes, I love Archer. Oh, yeah. Archer's so good. And she was like, "Brilliant." So did they do this just because the actual episode was so boring, and so they tried to make it more fun by making it like Archer? I was like, "Yes, that's it, Marnie." <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that sort of it. I love, I love Brain it. working out. I know. <laughs> Yeah, no, she was. When we had that conversation, I was hysterical. And she was like, "Wow!" That's not quite how it happened, but I love you. I was also liking, particularly 
You know when it was the Harris's kitchen dinette or whatever you want to call it, where it was the, oh, the hallway. I love that you call kitchen. it a dinette. You ought yes. I know. <laughs> I'm going to call it a dinette, and I'm going to stick Thank with you. That. I think it was a full dinette experience when yeah. they had that meal at the end. <laughs> I think so. Um, I still have got lots to say about the Harris residence. Okay, fine. <laughs> but I really felt it was really broken, Sordi, when they first went in there, and like. You could go and click on the fridge handle and open the fridge and see what was in it, and and oh, nice. Nicole would Nicole would walk forward, <laughs> shout at George for no reason. Yeah, no. George, George, we must investigate this. <laughs> Hi, my name's George Stobart. Oh, an American by the sound of it. Yeah, that's right. On holiday in Paris, some holiday, huh? You were here when the bomb went off. Sure was. Sat right out front of the cafe. Did you notice a middle-aged man, maybe 60, with an hat and overcoat? I couldn't believe it. She hadn't even asked how I was feeling. Yeah, he went inside just before the bomb exploded. You weren't related to him, were you? Oh, no, nothing like that. I am Nicole Collard from La Liberté. What's that, some kind of nightclub? Uh, No, it is a newspaper. <laughs> nice. Yes, I, I am with you. There was a definite coziness to that whole experience. So I, I did. Yes. I like what they brought to that residence because when I when I watched the whole thing with just the um yeah doobie flips um it it didn't have that vastness to it. I think they brought yeah. a bit more to the whole experience by animating it. Yeah, I mean, I think I've discovered that's where I want to live when I grow up. In that little, little, in I guess in that little house on the old refinery, I think it's gorgeous. I love it. It's It's so cute. It's adorable. I'm having a difficult day at the refinery, but I can always go back to my cozy little house, which has got its patio (sighs) and it's got a quite a big kitchen, and it'll be great. It's got a cute little bedroom. Yeah, love it. There's always people around. You just need to chat to someone, and you need to get a pass, obviously, to get the village. I'll chat to a security guard. Anyone who passes, yes, happy. Oh, that'd be so lovely. It was oh, the co- one of the coziest locations ever in Dublin. I'm going to have the dinette next door or the whole fucking <laughs> flat next door. Oh, that yeah, sounds so I lovely. Know. Yeah, you're right. See? I love it. Yeah. And that's where Victoria lives now. Do you think she does? You see, no, I, I think I she don't... leaves. I think she leaves quick smart for London. I think because she's like, I'm off to London. Yeah, because I don't trust taking over bloody Harris lady like you, I don't even know these people why are we moving <laughs> in like, them particularly I don't know her the last time I saw her she had she was lying on the bed looking ill and now I'm going to decide that she's my new mum <laughs> we know what it is to have these th- these issues I need yes. a parent give me a parent any parent give will do give me a parent now <laughs> It's like when I was at um, Oxford, at Oxford, my first college I worked at, and the fellows, the faculty members, and I, I would look at them and I'd realise, I know what I'm doing. I'm looking at them saying, will you be my dad? Yeah. <laughs> to so, so bad, many men. It? Yes. <laughs> it was just so like, uh, yeah, oh my God. I, I definitely have fallen into that for like, in the first five or six jobs I had, I was trying to find dad. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. There's one guy called David Feeney. He never knew. But I was like, you're my dad. (laughs) (laughs) 
Sick, isn't it? Oh. Yeah. Weird. But we're anyway. not damaged. Not damaged. <laughs> we're not damaged, kids. No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> anyway, should we get into episode one? Yeah, let's do that. Shall we? Eventually. We haven't. Well, we haven't. You're right. Um, okay. No things to say. I do like say. your comment about the dinghy. I mean, I just want to see how they got that through the door. There would have been a lot of swearing getting the dinghy through the door onto the sea wouldn't they? Yes, it did seem like a really unwieldy affair because they got it back quite easily as well. But yes, back and forth, dinghy, not a problem. But maybe there's like yeah. a really good ejector mechanism, not through the door. You just press the button, pops up outside. You see, I think that's yes. how they do it. I, I think, think they'll have right. all of the systems going. Um, when she says, um, we always seem to land on yes. this planet first note I wrote down <laughs> oh your printed notes I still feel very much like a pale in comparison with the quality of your notes but yes I've written down odd comment from Victoria yes odd isn't it, it? Is, it's earth and it's her planet she, she wouldn't call it this planet no you'd be very like yeah odd. my f***ing planet you'd just be like yeah of course you like my planet it's brilliant like it just <laughs> and, and it's like Deborah would have said hang on this is my planet so I wouldn't call it this planet yeah weird but then after that they arrive in on the bloody thingy and then she does that fake f***ing laugh for hours it's awful didn't oh, write it down so it didn't happen oh no she really did it's before sonic screwdriver it's after that before comment. the foam fight is it before the foam fight it's well before that oh, no 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 it's during the foam fight foam fight uh. anger no happiness just general annoyance. It's awful. Like, that makes me want her to leave immediately. The noise of her <laughs> laughing. It's just like, okay, just go now. Yeah, I know we're going to have a lot of screaming in the next few episodes, but that laugh in itself is awful. It's just so fake. So, there's just no joy in that laugh. Hey, what's all this stuff, Doctor? Oh, you silly. You often get it on the seashore. I'm not in big lumps like this, eh, Doctor? No, not usually, Jamie. Hey, Jamie, smell that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, right. It just, it's the fakest laugh. It's awful. Gosh. Yeah, love it. There we go. Um... I put down atmospheric wide shot. I think one of the best shots is of the beach with the refinery on top looking down. I thought there's some lovely visuals. There, there really was. I did enjoy that. Uh, and not just then, but like every time they use that area. It just, adding that depth of the refinery and the actual, the beach itself, just, you're there. You need that. You can't just, if they show you one site, you're like, okay, fine. But if they show you the two sites, just kind of, with a bit of depth between them, you're like, oh, I'm, I'm absolutely in the moment. Like, I'm feeling everything you're feeling. And they did that well. Yes. Yes. True fact. I want to know where you stand on Robson. <laughs> and your own. <laughs> Sorry. I missed that. Oh, and Jerome. <laughs> um, yes, tell me what you think of Robson and Jerome. No. Um, absolutely freaking love the dude. Did you? Yes. He felt what he felt. He felt it fiercely. He was not going to let anyone interfere with this 
fucking absolutely uninterrupted land rule thing. He was like, he was the dude. He was the guy who knew what he was doing. I had been on this fucking rig for four years, uninterrupted. No one came to see how I was. I don't care about anyone. I don't have feelings. <laughs> you can all fuck off. I'm all fine. I know what I'm doing, you He knew. And what is, what is more, I'm owning my white streak in my hair. Yes. Totally. Beautifully. Really beautiful. Badger. Badger style. Liked it. But no, I re- I liked his fervency. I felt like he really knew what he felt. Everything that, like, the doctor could possibly come back with. He was like, yeah, but no. Like, he really, like, he knew his shit. What's the matter with you, Van Lutyens? You've been trying to teach me my job ever since you came here. I've been drilling for gas in an North Sea for most of my life. I don't need people like you or Harris to teach me how to do it. He got yeah. it, and you I, see, I. You see, I this is him. this is where we always part company, isn't it? <laughs> oh, so you're going to do a planet of evil on me? I only like it when people agree with the doctor. Off. <laughs> I just, I think it's just because I've watched too much Pertwee, and Pertwee's always got a bureaucrat in his way saying me 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 red tape, and it really annoys me. Um, I also didn't like him because. I just don't like his character. Not saying it wasn't a good character, because he was so anti anyone who ever went to university. Oh, that was the other thing. That's me, hundred percent. I hate everyone <laughs> who's been to university. Hate them all. Absolutely you see, hate them. The but imagine that. Imagine being me. Imagine someone who feels fairly well educated and like gets the world, but has not been to university. And then someone tells you, "But when I was at university, you're like." Off immediately, <laughs> like immediately. You are Robson. You are I am Robson. I get his life. I spent four years on a oil rig, don't you know? <laughs> this, this explains everything. <laughs> everything makes sense. Oh, there's a guy um, on a cooking show in the UK, and it, I can't remember what it's called. Is it called Light Lunch? I think it is. It's really shitty where they could do cooking and there's this guy who hasn't been to university and honestly he brings it up every episode he's like oh, of course i didn't go to university and it's like nobody's thinking about about this nobody's judging you for this but he's obviously it's just the most massive chip on his shoulder i honestly can't begin to explain to you how big it feels like <gasps> i it, had no idea it is huge to be that person who is in an environment where everyone else most likely has been to university, or if they haven't, they're the kind of people who you just think, yeah, of course they haven't been to university. Um, you just, you feel like you need to explain it all the time. And then as yes. soon as that conversation pops up where they're like, oh, where did you go? And you're like, F- off immediately. <laughs> like, the fury is immense. Like, uh, I know that, like, I, I probably haven't had this conversation with you enough. But like not going to university is like the core of who I am. Because my um my perception of it was like as I was talking of starting to talk about it, I was thinking, did Alex go to university? (laughs) So I have that was where I was in my head. That's how unaware I am of whether you did of whether you did or not. Yeah, and and it just I think if you're the if you're the kind of person who thought you would or thought you should, and that you didn't, um. Generally, you didn't because you were working. You weren't just having a jolly on some cruise ship. You were generally living life a lot harder than you would be at uni. Um, yeah. And so the fact that that 
But you're not actually having ax- but you're actually having that cruise. Fuck <laughs> 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 exactly that but yeah so you just like you're not you're not getting any benefit from that period of time yet yeah. you're working really hard and uh, yeah you're like how can i exit from this conversation I can, see your face. can we just get past this and get to fear of the deeps anytime no, soon no, no, I mean, no, no, no. no not at all i'm fascinated by it but it's just like i feel a bit guilty but i think it's also because i know you did you did those years at massey and you were like star student and all that does that not make up for it no it doesn't because that was like yes i know i I'm, i've never questioned whether or not i was capable I know I, no. I'm capable, I know I'm good, I know I could have done good <laughs> shit, but I never actually did, and I never spent three solid years and getting my degree. Never, that never yeah. happened. So yeah. no matter what my capability is, I can't say, yeah, I got a blip, and then I went on to do a blip. I just can't do it. So, yeah, yeah it just, it does stick with you more than you can possibly but surely, But surely there's a massive win in that of all of us, you are the most successful. Um... It helps. It, it helps <laughs> to have got somewhere, but there's also a part of me that's just like, well, if I'd have been given that leg up initially, then yeah. where could I be? Like, I, yeah. I, I'm so driven. Like, I'm way like you and Anna have always been more driven by doing the right thing, and I have hmm. always been more driven by I want to earn the most amount of money. Like, that's always been my thing. <laughs> Yeah. So, like, I think had I had more opportunity to, I think I could be rolling in it. Which is the point of life, of course. No, no, it is. No, honestly, <laughs> how much happier I have been in life since I've been able to earn good money. Oh, I know. And I've yeah, seen it in you. It's, yeah. it's not, yeah, I, I certainly, I cannot fall on those, those, cute things that people say about oh it's all about who you're with and blah 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 and it's, it's not when you are terrified yeah. about making the next paycheck and yeah. when you cannot afford to pay your rent you cannot afford to buy the contact lenses that you need to wear next month that shit is miserable and when you can say yeah. to the kids yeah let's do an escape room tomorrow because it's just money that shit is amazing when they yeah. can feel like really all you need to do is worry about their happiness. They feel happy. They feel so supported and safe. Yeah. It, they don't yeah. get that when you're telling them that you can't afford them to buy that drink because it's pricier than water. Yeah. The end. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. But I think there's a difference, isn't there? Because like Anna and I have always been well off enough that we've been we've not been rich, but we've been okay to do what what we liked more more or less whereas yeah, you were in a pov- you're in a poverty situation yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah no i've definitely I've, I've seen both sides very yeah very deeply yes yes yes, yes. good i'm glad we got there it was nice it was like a yeah. roller coaster so everyone can feel the, the pain and the happiness all at once well done you guys yeah. you didn't have to live it <laughs> <laughs> yeah in a long road. <laughs> anyway, the bottom bottom line is that Alex loves Robson. Me, not so much. <laughs> yes, but I would like to know who who pulled the trigger with those green crosshairs. I who don't know, but that? they were quite. I think they were very violent for that refinery it crew. I can't imagine anyone aggressive. doing it. 
People are just like, what? They're walking across the breach? Okay. <laughs> dead. They were not quite dead, but they looked like it. It was a bit much. Oh, you know, when they're talking to the man on the rig and you hear and they say, I can't hear a word you're saying, man. And Robson's getting really angry. The man on the rig, you can hear everything he says. Yes, it breaks up occasionally, but you can hear everything he says. And I'm kind of like, no, concentrate. You can hear his words. No, well, I was like, again, exact opposite of you. I'm like, <laughs> there's a certain level. I'm not even going to try and hear. So <laughs> you speak the f- up. Because that shit's annoying me. Like, as soon as any... Like, because, like, COVID life means a lot of online meetings. And as soon as anyone is not speaking absolutely top level, I'm like, sorry, I can't hear you. Thank you very much. Can you please speak up? I, I actually can't deal with it. And so I was just like, yeah, whispering dude, not got time for you. You might look a bit green. You might look a bit sad. But can you just speak the up so we can all hear you really not happy there yes so i'd I'd like i'd like to put it to you that your your intolerance for people who don't who don't or can't maybe speak up um who's more likely to be turned into a weed creature actually both of them were weren't they robson and the guy on the other end don't or can't (laughs) don't or can't matters to me everyone can everyone can speak up if you try you lazy quiet I cannot be asked with your It's so hard I feel embarrassed to talk a bit louder Shut up Talk properly <laughs> Enunciate <laughs> You absolutely can In this can. case wasn't it just that it was the communications It wasn't so much him speaking quietly was it No they said to at the fair. end It was because they couldn't annoy the monsters They had to whisper Because speaking ah. loudly would annoy the monsters It was clever I still wasn't having it but yes, it was. Yeah, it was. It was mm. the reason they were thinking. If mm-hmm. I if I do the decibel thing, bad shit happens. We're learning a lot today. Um, <laughs> what did you think about Victoria being left behind in the bunk room? Jamie even teased her about the fact she'd been told to leave behind, stay behind. John was angry at that. He's like, he shouldn't tease her about that. Naughty. I didn't remember it, but I must admit I was quite annoyed by her generally. So I didn't really care. I think the only comments I made at this point were, darling, darling, darling. There was so much darling this, at one point. It was insane. The Harris's, is this Harris? Oh, right, the Harris yeah. is between them. It was like, blah, 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 darling, and blah, 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 darling, blah, blah, darling. <laughs> oh, it was insane. It was like you actually don't know what each other are called at this point because you just are saying darling so much. It was madness. Yes. Have you got anything else to, on one, or should we move forward? Oh, about darling? No, that's it. I'm I'm done for darling. Oh, yes, I don't. I, I haven't marked these out by um, episodes. All oh, right. Well, can't just what? No. Fedoma is my next comment. Can you tell me where I am with that one? No. With what? Fedoma. Oh, no, is that Van Lutyen's being yes. Dutch? Yes. Ben yeah. Lutyen, John, John Abenary, as I live and breathe. You see, couldn't tell that from the from the animation. Could not no, tell. I, it wasn't oh, I, I think one of my comments halfway through was, "Who is John Abenary?" Because I'd seen his name briefly on the one of the credits, and I hadn't realised it was him. I loved Van Lutyen's, and I loved John Abenary. I think you are forgetting that we also have an interest in Eurosea gas. We? I'm here for the Dutch government, not for myself. 
You're here to offer me your expert advice, not to spread alarm amongst my crews. How dare you say that to me? I didn't ask you to come here. It was Megan Jones and those fools on the board. I said it wouldn't work and it never has. Only because you are too proud to accept advice. Let's get one thing straight, my friend. When I need your advice, I'll ask for it. Verdomme. But no, I really did like his character. So I liked yeah. the fury between Robson and Van Lutyens. I just the, they were the they fury were... from the deep. Yes, <laughs> but they both had that feeling of I know my shit. I'm sorry, but you might know some shit. But I know my shit, and you guy, yeah. you're not going to absolutely dissuade me from this. I know it, and it was. I really enjoyed. Both, like, there was no kind of, they were not trying to undermine, usually in Doctor Who, when two people feel something strongly, there's a kind of an undermining bit where really the reason for the undermining is because they're trying to get some baddie involved. They're trying to kind of ooch in yeah. a bit of an auton or a Dalek or something. They're trying to cause badness. But in this situation, it's just two people who know their trade but they believe different things. And I really like when they keep hold of that stance so strongly. I've really enjoyed that Lutyens and Robson were generally good people. They were good people mm. who believed very different things. And yet yeah, Robson's plan of never shutting anything down was a bit stupid, but you get where it came from. And von Lutyens was just a guy who like things done by the book, like a f***ing Dutch I've ever met. It was just, it was <laughs> the way that they do stuff. It was just, it was incredibly believable. In terms of a character study, the whole thing, yeah. I think, did stack up very strongly. I didn't feel like any of it was done for the purposes of, okay, well, they wouldn't really do that, but for, for this story, let's make them say this. Like, I really believe that the people who were portrayed would have behaved in that way. And I think it was really funny later on that you have Harris, who later on is saying, oh, blow up the rigs. And John was like, yes, they should blow up the rigs. And Maurice and I looked at each other and was like, no, that's you can't just blow up the oil rigs because that would be so much money. <laughs> and they would just be like, they would never agree to blow up the rigs. And Harris was so obviously a really left wing Guardian reader. I mean, I'm, I'm a Guardian reader, but yeah. he was so obviously... A sort of like an but idiot not seeing lefty. the actual sense of it the, the, yeah yes you can be left-wing but you've got to see some kind of the the capitalist side of it you have to understand yeah. that there are they're never gonna, monetary they're never gonna blow up the rigs yeah. yeah it was so it's like you kept saying it you said it about four times blow up the rigs blow up the rigs and it's like every time you said it less people were listening to him <laughs> fewer people yeah um i have to ask you do you remember there used to be a program on bbc called how do they do that with Eamon Holmes? Mm. And it was just like every episode, he'd be like, oh, so you want to know how a car works or you want to know how this works. I really am in the camp of never knowing, no, wanting to know I how anything know, works. Yes, yes no, I used, ever. I felt like when I was with Derek, I used to be told virtually every week what the mechanics were of a combustion engine. And really, honestly, I could not be more disinterested. It was just, yeah, same, same. I, my mind just shut down every time he told me because I really did not care beyond. Like, there's a level of yeah. disinterest, which means you can't, not only do you not hear all of it, you actually just expunge it 
so yeah. much you like I yeah. cannot even begin to hear the shit you're telling me because I just am so disinterested yes and I think I think this was my problem with elements of Fury from the Deep when they were talking about valves and intakes and the impeller I was oh. really like Every la time la la I can't tell you <laughs> the impeller was just like the word saying it. the word of impeller was just like okay so stop listening now this is this is your cue to stop listening. Yes. Can you please just go and make a cup of tea? We've just said impeller. We will be saying impeller for the next three minutes. Please go ahead and do what you need to do. Yes, it was awful. I agree. I felt that Victor Pemberton was really interested in how the refinery worked and yeah. how it all linked up. Me, not so much. I interrupt this broadcast oh. to read from a book. It presented a load of problems, not least that the main location filming was set on an oil rig, and despite my pleadings, I could not find no oil or gas company willing to let us on board one of their rigs to film a Doctor Who. The other major problems were the helicopters required in the script and the vast quantities of foam containing some very angry seaweed creatures coming up from the sea to overwhelm the oil rig. So that was an excerpt from episode episode three of Who is Michael E. Bryant, entitled Foam Foam Everywhere. Fucking was Foam Foam Everywhere as well. He must have yeah. been absolutely over it. Do you know who came up with that ep- that chapter title? Marisa did. She's so good. Marisa couldn't think of... Uh, so yeah, Michael couldn't think of a chapter title for that, so Marisa suggested Foam Foam Everywhere. Yes. Oh, available from Classic TV Press and Amazon. Guys, listening... Please use your listening ears. Classic TV yes. press. Yes. Book that you need. All of you guys clearly need this. You're listening to yes. us for goodness' sake. We know absolute shit about Dog Two. These guys know what they're talking about. Michael e. Bryant knows his stuff. Yes. Anyway, could you please go and buy it right now? Right now. Thank you very much, sir. And we're back in the room. Yeah. yeah. So um yeah. So we haven't talked about Oak and Quill other than earlier. Oh, so that's because they scene... haven't entered yet. Fedora oh, is as far as I got, but yes. Oh, gosh. Carry on, carry on. I'm just... <laughs> I must admit, there's a brilliant scene with the Harrises. <laughs> what is it, love? I don't know. <laughs> but, but I love you, sweet pea. I don't know. It's <laughs> just like... There's like about 20... Sentences and the answer to every single one of them is I don't know, and she <laughs> says in the most posh accent, which is enunciate really. I don't know. Oh, f- off. I was <laughs> wow. I don't know, but just yeah, beyond. And then I was like, Yay, Quillamoke arrived! So yeah, we're, we're back in the same place now. I feel dazed. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> It's a very 60s way of acting, isn't it? It's still very received pronunciation sort of thing, isn't it? It felt too much. Uh, It just felt too unreal. Like, when you're in the midst of that panic or fury or stress, surely you wouldn't be that correct. It just was... The correctness just felt mental. It was... But I must admit, I I don't know, was like the sentence du jour, because I think Patrick Troughton said it about seven times as well. So, like, it, it wasn't just for those confused by what was going on with seaweed. It was just for the whole cast. It was just, I don't know. And they, <laughs> ugh. 
And it just, it, it did feel like a little bit of a lack of script writing. Yeah. To be honest. Cool. Like, I, I don't think it was, I don't think they had lots of words that they had planned to say that the cast then ruined by saying, I didn't know. No, like, yeah, I, it just I, wasn't there. Yeah, the, it, yes, it was perhaps plausible because in those situations you wouldn't have many things to say, but it wasn't interesting. It never furthered the plot. It never brought you along anywhere. It really was mm. just, yeah, that's probably what I would say in that situation. It'd be just like listening to us going off. <laughs> just it, it didn't get you any further. It didn't give you any more information, which I think was a shame. There was an opportunity to, I guess, expand on how people were feeling. There was no feelings in any of this. It was just what you could see. The visualisations yeah. talked about. Nothing more. What is it, love? I don't know. Maggie. <gasps> Darling. 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 Maggie. What is it, love? What's the matter? I don't know. Well, where do you think she is? Do you think it has anything to do with this seaweed stuff? I, I, I don't know. I, I simply don't know. What's happened? I... I don't know. I just don't know. What's the matter? Huh? I don't know. I... This seaweed creature, correct me if I'm wrong, was sort of brought out of the depths because of the drilling for North Sea gas, I think. Yes. I'd so like it's kind to of like a... East Sea gas, but okay. Oh gosh, yes. True. Weird. True fact. Yeah. Um True fact but not um, true sea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um so that means that but is that any relation to the gas that's inside them? Is that the same gas? Yeah, so when they're parasitically taken over, there is a whole kind of photosynthesis type scenario that happens within inside of them where they take in natural gas, they excrete nasty bad gas. Oh, is that what happened? Was that yes. explained? That's what I felt was explained okay. in my head. Okay. Yeah. Maybe not. Yeah, no, that, that that works for me. Good. And the gassing with your mouth open is very good, isn't it? <sighs> I quite liked it. I must admit, I the guy with like three front teeth, he did it really well. He Was that Quill or Oak? But he just, yeah, he really looked like you'd be terrified if he opened his mouth. Yes, I like to think it was Quill, just because Quill sounded like the thin one. Did he? Maybe he did. I must admit, so when I watched this with just the, um, just the, blah, 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 blahs, the, um, the shots, the, um, yes. I found Quill and Oak adorable, like way more adorable than in the actual animation. I don't know why. Like there was something about their real faces that was cosy, but adorable. Mm. Like, I think they had chosen the right people for the task. Like, I, I do feel that if we were able to see the whole thing without animation, we would have been drawn in a little bit closer. The, the Quill and Oak guys were 
they just added a joy to it that you didn't necessarily feel with the animation. When when I watched any of the scenes that were the with the snappy bits, I can't say the words, I'm not good with the words. Um, it did make me happy. It did make me joyful because they were in it. I was like waiting for the moments that Quill and Oak joined in. Whereas yeah. for the animation I was like, oh yeah, they're here again, don't care. Um, so yeah, they, they they had a kind of joy about their personalities that really made you want to watch. Um, so it's All a right. shame I think that they weren't that you can't actually see these proper episodes. I think you're more familiar with the um, the recon than I am because I was loving all the bits of them in the animation. Oh, okay. So, yeah. yeah, no, I, uh, it was an odd one for me that I watched all of the recon first. Yeah. It was an odd thing for me to have done. Oh, I Very don't odd. understand me. <laughs> do you not remember me saying about a year ago? I, just I do, I do. Yeah, 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 I do. Yeah, no, um, I just, I got really into I, I had a weird thing with Mr. Oak and Mr. Quill as well for the animation in because there was a big fat one and a thin one. And they'd often close in on their faces, laugh, laughing or doing funny faces. It really massively, I was like, what does this remind me of? And it's only just occurred to me. It's the mysterious cities of gold. There's the two stupid people who are there. There's a fat one and a thin one. And one of them's called Pedro and one of them's called something else. And they're sort of like always getting to scrapes. Do you remember them? No. I only oh, remember yeah. Esteban. I cannot remember anyone else in the mysterious cities of gold. I'm sorry. Oh, Tangsy no and Esteban, and there was the general, I can't remember what he was called, the one who helped them, and then there was the two friends, the two idiot sort of people who always get into trouble, Pedro and something else. Sanchez, was it? I don't know. Anyway, those two, and they look just like Mr. Oak and Mr. Quill. Oh, so With funny. the animation, I was really getting that. I'll have to show you, send you a picture. Maybe I'll do a comparison on Twitter. Yes. But oddly, so when I've come to um, being in Fakatani, which is where I am now, um, the person who knows Fakatani better than anyone else I know is my friend from work called Esteban. And he is <laughs> um, telling me all the sites that I need to go to to enjoy <laughs> Fakatani, which I find is brilliant. It's, Esteban is like a Kiwi born and bred. He's not anything right. else. But yeah, no, I just love the name. But are you well. singing Are you singing the Mysterious Cities of Gold song in your head every time? Not disappointed me. Bad hat. Good work. Can I tell you something I loved about episode three? For I am in episode three. Go, are you now? They actually go back to the TARDIS to do some experiments. <gasps> yes, cute little going to the TARDIS that. to do experiments. Yes, my comment. I love that. It just, they never do that. In Doctor Who, no. they're like, oh, we need to go back to the TARDIS. You know, there'll always be a reason they can't get back. Oh, we yeah. can't because of blah, blah. Uh, oh, yeah. it was so lovely that they did and they did their yes. things and they needed a lid and there was stuff. Yes. And Victoria had a job to do and... Like she's trusted, and oh yes, I'm with you. It was beautiful. I love that. I didn't even know that happened. Actually, from yeah. episode three onwards, I didn't know any of the plot. By the way, so that's really interesting. Nice, but didn't you also like the fact that, like, they used the raft again? Oh my goodness, the the yes. mobility of them all was just adorable. Like they yes. always so trapped, they can never get and anywhere. I, lo- I loved the book that had the seaweed creature in it. I didn't know that was a thing. That the myth of the mariners and all yes. that. That it was really an old cute. myth. Yes. And John John shouted up, 
Like the Kraken, he said. The Kraken? <gasps> yes. He was very excited. Oh, nice. So, did he watch the whole thing yeah. with you or did he lose faith? Oh, yeah, no, he what loved it. That's it, Doctor. That's the creature I saw back at the compound. Yes, yes, I was afraid it would be. But how did it get in this book? Well, I've told you, Victoria, this is a book of legends and superstitions. And this particular drawing is supplied by ancient mariners in the North Sea in the middle of the 18th century, Jamie. That's my time. You mean to say this is a creature that Victoria saw back at the compound? Yes, I think there's no doubt about it. Well, what about these great clumps of weed? Well, there's obviously some connection between the weed and the creatures themselves. Uh, oh, no! Gas! Um, what? <coughs> Jamie! <coughs> Jamie, help me get the lid on! Oh, no, quickly! <coughs> I really tried. I was like, girls, should we watch a cartoon? Like, that's how I opened this. I was like, there's a cartoon I really want you to watch. You know, it's all animated, like, absolutely cartoon now. It's in colour! You'll love it! And they're like, you just made us watch it too, didn't you? <laughs> Did they watch it all, though? No. No. <laughs> um, Marnie did. Cass was like, don't dare. She was like, Marnie can have my seat. I'm going to go to the shower. <laughs> <laughs> I can have my seat. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> yeah, Cass doesn't take any crap, does she? No one's going to manipulate that one. Oh, um, yes. Um, I really grew to love Van Lutyen's throughout this, I must admit. Like, I just... To me, it was just like, if I watched this as a non-Doctor Who fan, I would be like, yeah, you are the voice of reason. This, I trust you. You want things to be checked out with enough certainty that bad shit can't happen. You don't know what the situation is right now. Fair enough. That's all good. But I need you to do your best to find shit out. And I trusted the Van Lutchens would do that. Whereas Robson was just like, at all costs, never let anyone find out what's going on. And so I, I was loving Van Lutyen's. I, I like them both with their kind of anger against each other, but I was like, I trust Van Lutyen's against everyone else. I don't like a Dutchman. Let's, let, let it be said. <laughs> let us alienate an entire country. I'm not comfortable with a Dutchman. I don't think we have any Dutch <laughs> listeners. It's okay. Great. Certain pl- yes. Yeah. Actually, I keep thinking that we should say hello to people who have got cities that keep coming up, like Niagara Falls and Mountain View <gasps> and Canberra hello, and all Niagara. these different... Hello, Niagara! I know! Okay, where else? Mountain View comes up a lot. As Mountain does, um, View? Where's Mountain View? Berry near Manchester. I don't know where that is. Berry. Um, <gasps> yes. Oh, we love you all. So yes. excited. Canberra. Lots of people listening in Melbourne as well. But we dislike the Dutch. No, let, no, I can't talk for you. I dislike the Dutch. I apologise. <laughs> I've worked with the Dutch because I've done quite a lot of work in the Netherlands. Um, I don't know. I think there's a weird thing that goes on Dutch. I always get. I, I always have the problem, which is really bad if you're meant to be a very good European and work like that. But um, I always get. I always get Holland and Denmark mixed up. <laughs> No, they love that. They're fine with it. Dutch, Danish, Dutch, Danish, Dutch, Danish. I'm always having problems with that. I'm like, oh my God, I mustn't say it out loud. Anyway. I don't think I'll be drawn on what I think. Good. Yes. Yes. So. So thanks, everyone. Uh, I love that little foray into thanks for listening. It was great. Um, It was beautiful. Thanks, guys. Love you. Love you all. Have we got any listeners in Fakatani? I feel like no. I'd, I'd like... No. No. Not no. one. No. No. Really? No. How many no. do we have? <laughs> did, you listen, did you listen to the podcast when you were down in Wellington at all? 
No. Okay, so we've got listeners in Wellington. Yes! <laughs> That's so good. Yes. I like that. Okay, I'm, so in a break from Fury from the Deep, I'm going to read out the top 20, no, 21 cities who listen to us. This is over the last year. Yeah. Mountain View is number one. I love you Columbus. guys. Mountain View where? I think it might be the Gallifrey Most Wanted podcast. I think it might be Mountain View in America. Then Columbus, US is second. Don't know who that is. Bexley is number three in the UK. Yeah. Number four is Canterbury. And I think that's Tim from the Doctor Who Missing Episodes podcast who listens. Love you. Then you've got, then you've got Melbourne. Then Liverpool, uh, how UK. How many in Melbourne? 92. Wow, that's like a shit term. <laughs> then we've got Auckland. That's you. That's mainly. me. There'll like be other people as well. Though, it's, in, it's probably it's more than one person though. It's probably just you and Paul. Yeah, Paul Scoons love him. Yes, Stockport. I think that's Martin. I think that's Martin Holmes. Okay, good. Then, love him. Then Los Angeles. Yeah, is oh, number nine. That's not me or you. No. Bradford Columbus, is Ohio. Oh, well, yeah, Ohio. I don't know who that is, but we love you. Um, 10, we've got Bradford. 11, we've got State College, US. Then London is number 12. Niagara Falls is number 13 in Canada. Wow. I know. State College, Pennsylvania. Obs. Pennsylvania, good. Yep. 14, Glasgow. 15, Bexley Heath, UK. Wowza. 16, Ashburn, America. Where? 17, Newcastle-upon-Tyne. Nice! <laughs> I know! These people taunted us as children. <laughs> <laughs> and 18's Moscow. Isn't that Ashburn, amazing? Virginia, sweetie. Okay, 18's Moscow. Moscow, Moscow yes, I, I felt sure of that one. 19, Coventry, 20, Chester, and I've sneaked in Sydney at 21, Sydney, Australia at 21. Okay, so can you give me a Fakatani? Thank you. No, there's none. none. No one at all in Fakatani. I don't I think so. You. Uh, can you give me the no. whole of New Zealand? Is that, can you slice and dice? New Zealand's in fourth place, fourth place for countries. And they're all in Auckland? Because there's only Auckland and a couple of other places. Wellington. Wellington. Auckland. So they're all Auckland and Wellington. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I don't know. No, I'm saying I think so. I haven't. I can't check. So I see you can't tell, and I believe there's 23 of those within Pakatane. You just take care. Like I have listeners just down the road. I can pop in. <laughs> I can say hi, and you're denying them that because you just don't care. Is that right? Is that what That's you just said? That's me. Yes. Now you've now you've um, asked me. Can you imagine that? You listen to a podcast once and then the woman who was on it was like, What? It's me! You love me! You love me! Anyway, I'm just glad that we bring joy to the city of Moscow. Yeah, I know. I feel like we do. I Actually, I don't. I, I feel like Ashburn has greater potential for joy i feel like giving joy to moscow is like waste, just, waste of time there's too much at stake there i, I know but think leave. of the moscow person who's listening who listens to every episode we love you keep going keep oh. keep getting on it'll be fine <laughs> drink lots of keep, vodka keeping up. 
<laughs> We're sorry. I'm I'm really apologetic that all I know about Moscow is what I've seen on the TV and it seems horrific. <laughs> they may really like their life in Moscow and you don't maybe know. Maybe they love it. Maybe I'm just a bitch. Yes. Actually, it's more than just a maybe, let's be honest. It's quite <laughs> likely. <laughs> right, moving on. So, so episode three you have all the glorious animation of mrs harris going through having all the bed taken into foam and all the weed i love that jamie through the roof and all that stuff jamie oh, through the roof. going through the kitchen roof was honestly nice. it was lovely yeah so good um yes what do you think about the early signposting of victoria leaving um I hated all of it because it was just done in such a, a really obvious way. I was like, at the very beginning, I was like, why do I know Fury? Is that, is that like the start or the end of someone? Or and like so, I, in my head, I was like, I knew that Fury signaled something. Can't remember. So I was like, oh, is it just the start of the screwdriver? And then as they started really elbowing pointless <laughs> in there, I was like, oh, okay, it's the end of Victoria. Then got you. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't. It was done clunkily, and it didn't add anything to her story. I didn't like the way it was done. It just made you want to say, "Well, just go already, right?" <laughs> I'm just it's tired. You who doesn't like Victoria for me? I was like, "Oh, that's nice signposting." Um, oh. But I guess, I guess I'm kind of like, I, I suppose it's a good, um, oh God, words. It's a good alternative to what they often did at this time, which is like Polly and Ben. It's like, bye, see ya. Never think about you again. Yeah, yeah. watch the dog doesn't yeah. hatch your ass on the way out. But with with Victoria, at least they thought a bit earlier. Oh, she's leaving this story. Let's let's plant it a bit further in. You know. But of course, <laughs> I was fond of her too. You know. <laughs> Sorry. <That> sounded... <laughs> <laughs> that, that sounded like a mum comment at the very end, like when like Jamie's a bit sad about her going, and he and he's like he's talking about it, and instead of the doctor offering any kind of kind of consolation or care, yeah. he's like, I was fond of her too, you know, and it was just exactly what mum would say, which is, well, I liked her too, so just stop your miseries. It just it was awful. <laughs> anyway, um. Marisa, on the first sight of this scene in which she said, oh, I'm not enjoying this. Why do we always have to be scared? And um, and she said, oh, is this Victoria's final story? And I'm like, no, because she didn't know. And John had never watched it before. So I'm like, I'm not declaring that Victoria leaves in this story. Annoy. I was so annoyed that it was sort of like just said out loud. I'm like, oh, no, it's not, I said. Yeah, it was definitely um, Marisa's fault and not the producer's fault. Like, trust me, it, Marisa was responsible for all of that shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you agree. <laughs> but I do like the fact that what I do in defence of Victoria Waterfield, this is the hill God. I will die on. Oh, will you? She, yes, she is like how most people would behave in those situations, particularly the monsters she faces are particularly terrifying. And I think it's quite good that she just is scared all the time. All right, it might not be the best TV, but I think that's how someone would behave. Plausible, absolutely. Enjoyable, yeah. not at all. Don't be a companion. I, I, all I kept thinking was like, yes, I agree. This doesn't seem like your bag, but it was never your bag. So I'm really annoyed that I've ever had to enjoy you up until now. 
Like I just didn't feel like any sympathy that she had done it for so long. I just felt annoyed that I'd endured her for so long. Like it, it wasn't done in a way that made you think, well, oh, thank goodness we've had Victoria all this time, but next time we'll have someone else. It was just like, oh my God, when will you leave? <laughs> it was just God. awful. Where will we be next? Oh, Victoria, you know better than to ask a question like that. We never know where we're gonna land one place to the next. It's half the fun, isn't it? Is it? Victoria, what's the matter? You've been acting very oddly ever since we got here. Oh, it's, it's nothing. It doesn't matter. Look, you'll only worry the doctor. Jamie, you... I said it was nothing. Just go back to sleep. Uh, well, I wouldn't worry about that old bit of seaweed. Doctor will work something out. Yes, but will he? <laughs> I think I get where you stand on Victoria. Um... I really didn't <laughs> want to stand there. I wanted to stand <laughs> I on my hill loving her. There. I wanted to stand next to her in a big loving embrace, but I didn't like her. <laughs> and on that note, it's time for Dressed for Success. I'm gonna get dressed for success. Shaping me up for the big time, baby. Get dressed for success. Oh my god, I hadn't even made notes. Gosh. So I have to say, I like a jumpsuit. That might be the campus sentence I've ever said. I like a jumpsuit. jumpsuit. Nice, nice. In Doctor Who, I did like Oak and Quill's jumpsuits. I think I I noticed them more on them than the other characters. Everyone wore them. The Esgo jumpsuits. I love an Esgo jumpsuit. Okay, yes. I like Um, a a chignon as animated was quite impressive. What is that hair? I wish everyone else could see it. <laughs> is that hair? <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Yes, yes at the back of Victoria. She has a chignon quite a lot oh. of the time. There's something lovely. positive about Victoria. Are you sure about that? Are you sure you didn't f-ing hate it? <laughs> it's not good or bad. It's just a chignon. It's a fact. <laughs> Did you like Maggie she... Harris's flower there? She had a little flower thing in the animation, but in real life it doesn't really. But it sort of looked like there was a flower there. Oh, I did not notice. Yes. That was quite subtly done. Um, yeah, no, there wasn't a lot of fashion. There wasn't. Megan um, Jones's suit was very plain when she Robson, turned up. Robson, I feel like if I'd have seen him in the Avengers, and I feel like I have seen him in the Avengers. Like you probably it, have, sweetie. Yes, exactly. It would have been a tweed suit. And a tan pair of trousers. Let's call them pants because I'm in New Zealand. <laughs> Let's I'm really trying. Pants. <laughs> pants. <laughs> See, I'm really trying. Like, you're taking the piss, and my kids are like, thank God she called them pants for one moment. All um, oh, right. Um, a turtleneck, a black turtleneck with them. Pants. Oh. <laughs> it wouldn't look like doody dude. Doody dude. Who's the dude? Who's the dude? It's the dude from Planet of Spiders. And I loved his outfit. Oh, Do you Lupton, remember how Lupton. much I loved his outfit? Lupton's Lupton. outfit. And yes. I feel like he could have been Lupton. There was a Lupton feel to Robson. I know wasn't that, there? sweetie. Yes. Yes, it's hard to care about outfits when it's animated. I'm sorry. Um, I didn't really care about anyone else. So I think we're done on Dress for Success, are we not? Are we? Are we? Are we? Yes, we are. Yeah. Done. Oh, the Done best. and indeed dusted.
Do you know, so, are you added nothing there? Let's be honest. You threw that to me. You gave nothing. It was nothing. I gave you jumpsuits. I gave you years ago jumpsuits. I gave you jumpsuits. <laughs> I gave you the gift of jumpsuits. I gave you the gift of jumpsuits. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's nothing. <laughs> in fact, if we were still doing episode titles like we did back in the dark days, um, it would be the gift of jumpsuits this episode. <laughs> Thanks for the gift I of jumpsuits. Gift of jumpsuits. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> I want to ask you what you think about the almost suicidal death sort of death scene of Maggie when she's on the beach and it's really creepy and she goes off into <gasps> the water. <gasps> I was quite moved. I was like, Very well, good. so seaweed, yeah, mm. pretty versatile, can do its shit. Yeah. Humans, pumping water, dying, gonna die. Girls, that woman there, she's walked to her death. Just <laughs> um, They were quite horrified. And me too. And it did feel like the end of Mrs. Harris. It was yes. so, like, it was brutal. It was quite moving. Don't you think it was a bit missed opportunity that we didn't see her later in the story until yes. until she was until she was fine? Bye it would have been now. really. <laughs> what do you want? You bedspread, Victoria. <laughs> yeah. Do you want some what? like pictures of potatoes or monkeys? <laughs> yeah, no, it just yeah, it was really silly. I really wish they'd met Maggie on the rig when they met all the monsters on the rig. Oh, we should, when this, bit... when the turban guy comes out, yeah. <laughs> I liked him. Yes, oh, so we cool! All liked him. Yeah. Um, okay, so the battle of the giants. What was Explain. that about? No, I've like, written down. Giants? And John was like, "What giants? What's going I on? Know. It's the battle of the giants. It's the weirdest episode ending ever. It's like no one knows what you're talking about." Good. Thank you. Good. Okay. I've written down. John Abenary, square bottom. <laughs> I'm glad that I worked out at that point who John Abenary was. I was like, John Abenary? Van Luchens? Oh, my God. I kept seeing John Abenary in the credits, but I never actually looked carefully enough to see who he was playing. And then I saw the two together, and I was like, in absolute heaven. Yes, lovely bottom. I'll give you that in every well, it was way. Very square. No, it's very square. Square bottom. Square bottom is what you want in a man. Did you is not it? know? Okay. No, I didn't know that. No, I stand, I stand corrected. Um, I loved the scene, and for the wrong reason. This is the Doctor and Victoria, and they're talking, and she's awake in the night because she's scared, and she's worried and stuff. And she says, the Daleks and the Cybermen. And the Doctor says, and Yeti. He makes it worse by adding, <laughs> by adding another monster that she's not mentioned. <laughs> yeah, it's worse than you think. <laughs> that made me laugh. But I uh, did I t yeah so you know Archer like I said that's a, that's what Marty said as soon as she saw the um, animation and in this episode there's just that moment where everyone is standing in a row almost with their arms yes. on their sides and they're like looking at the seaweed and it was just such a cool moment it was just like bitch woman in the center whatever she's called loved a bit of her Megan Jones she's amazing Megan Jones and Perkins, and everyone else who is lesser than her, either side, just looking, thinking, there's some seaweed there. And it was just, it was a moment that I think, had it been filmed, it probably wouldn't have been impressive. I think they realised that it needed to happen, and they added that in the animation, but it possibly would never have happened in the original. And that was one of the best scenes that was in there. That's good. Yes, agreed. 
I have two facts for you. Megan and Perkins-based facts. Are you interested in them? Are you buying? I am absolutely in the market for some facts. <laughs> Good. Um, Megan fact first. Played by Margaret John, who also later in New Who plays the ghoulish grandma that comes to life in The Unquiet Dead and rushes towards the screen. Do you remember Shit, the, Dick- D- the Dickens no. one? Oh my God, really? Yeah, she's the scary no, grandma that comes back to life. Her. Yes. Oh my God, I do remember her. Yes. That's amazing information. Good fact, eh? Yes, I liked it very, very much. Was that a deliberate Doctor Who nod? Or was that an accidental one, do we think? I think she was just still working and she was very old, so they could use her. <laughs> but do you think they knew that she was in Doctor Who previously? Oh, my God. She's amazing. Yes. Fact, fans. And the other fact is about Perkins. Is the actor playing Perkins fell in love with the actress playing Maggie Harris whilst on set of Fury from the Deep, and they got married. Oh, my God. These are facts. I love Good, boss isn't it? type facts. Yeah, there oh you go. Oh my god. Perkins stroke, what was she called? Maggie Harris. I need visuals. Yes. I need to see pictures of the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> so she's called June Murphy. I can't remember what he's called. But yes. Oh my god. I yes. love this. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Thank you very much for the sharing thereof. That's okay. Um. Oh, yes. What I really liked about Megan Jones, what I really liked, is when she said to the Doctor, each time he's been proved right, all right, the least I can do is listen. So unlike horrible Robson, Megan was like, oh, yes, I believe you because you've been right so far. So that's better than Robson. Megan wins and Robson loses. That's my argument. Another hill I will die on. (laughs) I'm trying to work out. Are you having a go at me? I'm just yes, trying to work yes, out what you're I saying. am. Okay, so um, first of all, <laughs> you'll never win against me by saying <laughs> women are better at trying to learn from situations. Yes, I agree. Yes, women are so much better at learning. Women will listen and try and understand the information <laughs> and adapt based on that. However, they'll also look at the facts confronting them. And they will try their very best to really make that work based on the knowledge they've got so far. Women are amazing. You are correct. Women are the very, very best of humans. There we go. Good. (laughs) Isn't she? I love her. She's like, I am strong. I am capable. She says this by not saying I'm strong, I'm capable, but by demonstrating her brilliance. And she's like, well, we're not going to blow shit up. Just because that makes yes, this whole thing easier. It was madness. It's just like I've written oh, down, no, Harris. Harris it. is obsessed with destroying the rigs, and Megan's like, no. Foam and weed on all the rigs. According to the helicopter pilot, and no sign of life at all. It's so fantastic. What on earth are we going to do? Save the lives of the men on all the other rigs. How? Give me permission to evacuate them. What? And they blow every one of the rigs to pieces right out of the sea. You must be out of your mind. Miss Jones, you really can't agree to such a thing. But, but we have to. The men's lives are more important than any one of those rigs. The minister would never That'll agree. That'll Perkins. 
You ask me to destroy years of hard work, skill and government money like that? I'm asking you to destroy this evil that's in the sea before it's too late. Bomb the rigs, I implore you. But she, it's not because she's really against blowing shit up. No. If it called for blowing things up, she'd do it. But it just seems like the least sensible option for her because she's yeah. considering everything. And she's yes. just, she's so forthright. She's the strongest. Like, I know that I'm always desperate for some female strong character in any Doctor Who where, like, there yeah. often doesn't exist. But, like, she was, she was brought in there as someone who, yeah, she's not in charge, but she trusts Robson, is willing to listen to him, but she's also someone who, if she doesn't trust what Robson's saying, her point of view counts. Like, I don't get where she is in the hierarchy. She's but... the director. She's the director of all of ESCO or whatever, I think. And that, I, I love that that is the case, but it doesn't even matter because you trust everything that she says. Yeah. You're like, she is coming at this from a point of sensible. Because she's, she's competent. This... She's competent. She That's is. The... Yes. Yes. And she's not trying to win anything. She's no. not trying to be like, well, I'm worth this because I'm a lady and I've been doing this for blah, blah, blah years and I was on a blah, blah for mm. how many blah, blah years. She is just strong, capable, sure of herself. She won't be dissuaded yeah. for any old shit. Yes, if you give her masses of facts, then she'll change her mind. But her strong, true course, she trusts. Oh, there's fingers, there's fingers. The thing, and I put it to you, my lud, that yes. we only don't know about her because of patriarchal constructs and chauvinism in fandom because I think she's like one of the strongest women in Patrick Trout and Doctor Who and we I didn't even know she existed and that's terrible that I didn't know that Megan Megan Jones existed she's the director she comes in she listens to Doctor she sorts it all out with his help and I didn't even know she existed yeah no I must admit when she popped along I thought she was going to have an annoying character. I thought when she was like, oh, I like this is who Robson is. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, well, we're going to be annoyed by you. All you're going to do is hamper things mm. and we're going to hate you. Because um, yeah. I'd seen that a lot in the Avengers and I was like, this is who she is. She's an Avengers right. type character yeah. that we're going to hate. Um, but it was brilliant that she was none of that. She really was, like you say, a strong person who it was great to have. She just added to the situation that we yeah. never really usually get. Yeah. So that's so bizarre, isn't it? That she hasn't been lauded at all in Doctor Who. No, I didn't even know she existed. It's oh. just very weird. I knew about Maggie Harris. Maybe I only knew about Maggie Harris because she's a victim, you could argue. Yeah, Maggie Harris is shit. She doesn't <laughs> need to be known, let's be honest. You can keep that and she'll, she'll, she'll adopt anyone. She sees someone, <laughs> see someone in the news agents. Would you like to be my child? <laughs> you can just imagine as well. She's just one of those people who's just like, I can never have children. I'd really, really like to be a mother. Oh, <laughs> sake. Calm this shit down. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> what do you think of the helicopter action? Oh, you see, I'm glad action. you got there because I was like, I'm a seaweed frogger. This feels a bit too fast. But yeah, I love, I love the seaweed frogger action. I yes. found it hilarious because it Good. was just like, the doctor's like, I've never tried one of these before. And then suddenly he's better than a f***ing ace helicopter pilot he's like yes, I'm going good. to the left I'm going to the right I'm going here and there and then the f-ing helicopter pilot saying oh you need to do this and you need to do that I'm sorry I've just dodged an entire field of f-ing seaweed frog 
assistant. I don't need your help right now. But um, yeah, he still took it. It's nice. He was, he was friendly. Back on the rig, I have to say I loved the monsterized Robson rising from all the foam as the creatures. Yes. They are so good. Yeah, oh, no, wait, that right. was a brilliant that was episode quite ending. Beautiful. That's the yeah. that was the scene that I most regretted didn't exist in reality. I'd love to have seen that, but maybe it wasn't yeah. as good as I thought it would be. But yeah, yeah, I think maybe all of those ones that you kind of like, wow, I can't imagine that in real life. I think all of them would have been a bit shit. Yeah. Like that's how I try to console myself with all of those. It's just like, yeah, they wouldn't have managed it. It would have just been a pale comparison. So yeah. Like I, I I feel it by having watched anything that had the Harris's residence. I watched a lot of that. There was lots of screenshots that made you feel like you could be there a little bit. Right. And they they didn't give you that feeling that you got when you watched the animation. So I think everything else would have been not quite as good as you were hoping for it to be. So yeah, yeah no, I'm I'm hopeful that what you got from the rig was much better than the reality. The lovely bit on the rig that I, it was a tiny little moment, but I just loved it, is when they were leaving that room, the Doctor, Victoria and Jamie, um, he says to them, mind the stairs, they're slippery. <laughs> and I just loved it because it was so unlikely. And I did wonder whether it was Patrick Troughton actually saying that to Deborah and Fraser. As because opposed of all, to... Because the, of all yes. the foam. Oh, was... that would be so adorable if that was the case. I know. That would be huge. Mind the oh, stairs, they're slippery. That. Oh, yeah. adorable. Mind the stairs, they're slippery. Yeah. I didn't even hear it, but that's just absolutely yeah. gorgeous. I hope I that shall, was I shall a... play that in now. It's time we got out of here. Just shoot like a Oh, no. I think it's all right now. The helicopter's waiting. Come along. Mind the stairs, they're slippery. So the story gets to its big grand conclusion in the big controller room place. And what I didn't realise, because I always thought that it was the doctor saying, scream, Victoria, scream, and that she just screamed. And I didn't realise it was all the amplification of her screams and that it made it more electronic and it didn't sound like screams anymore. I didn't realise any of that. I thought she was just standing there screaming and that's what did it. But it wasn't. Right. Yeah. I just, yeah, I... I found all of that bit quite frustrating because it's just like, well, people are relying on me. She's like, I can't, it feels silly. Oh, yeah. I just honestly wanted to punch her in the face. <laughs> at that it's just like, oh. Yeah, I think, it's the, I think it's the fact that that's the only thing she's ever done and now she won't do it. <laughs> I know. It's like you've offered nothing. You've given us so little to thank you for. And now we've got this one small thing that you are basically able of. Oh, yeah, I yeah, hated her, hated her. It, just, it cemented her position as utterly shit companion who can't even do what she's capable of. Wow. Love you. <laughs> so what's really interesting about the story is what do you think about it? It kind of ends really abruptly in terms of the story, the plot. And then it's like the final, it's almost 10 minutes, maybe it's less, 
where it's all about Victoria's departure. And I think that's really surprising. Being as Ben and Polly just was like, hey, yeah. yeah, like, yeah, it was quite odd. I'm glad they did that. Yeah. I think it needs that time. Mm. I think you need that as a watcher to feel like, yeah, they're getting that this is a big part of my life that's just changed. Yeah. Like, to me, that's important. Yes, please do give me that time to adjust. But, yeah, it, it, I didn't feel that the actual quality of the, the actual scenes were there. Like, I, yeah. I didn't get much more from those bits. Mm. It was great that they gave me time. Yeah. And that time would have been better served with, a, like, a proper thing. Like, they could have done something with it. Ten-pin bowling. Let's put it out there. <laughs> I like to think there's a sort of out-of-town retail centre not far away from the refinery where she could go and... There would have been, She could there? have gone bowling with the Harrises in 20, 20 years so later. 20 years later. <laughs> <laughs> 20 years of... That would have been a really good episode. What? Victoria goes bowling. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> where everyone pretends to not notice that Jamie's wearing a kilt. I'm loving that. I'm loving that in every episode they're like, I get this just like a lad and a lass. They never f***ing mention that the one guy is dressed like a f***ing Islander from the 1600s. It's just like, oh yeah, he's just wearing a kilt. It's normal. <laughs> it's just, that's not a thing. It's just not how people dress. But yeah, I, I really would love to see the retail outlet episode of <laughs> yeah, Exactly. I think there's probably a milkshake coffee bar sort of area as well. They tuck in. Mm. Yeah. It's fine. They have like a couple of jokes with the waitress. Yeah, they you do. Know, not not being from Earth. And, and the waitress oh, turns around and you time. see her and she's Clara. <gasps> oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> she talks about souffle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think we are at our conclusion to Fury from the Deep. What? What? I love a conclusion. <laughs> a conclusion. Always love a conclusion. <laughs> what? What are your? Um, actually, I'm going to sum up first, if oh. I may. Stealing the glory. So, Fury from the deep. Very nostalgia fueled as to what I thought it would be about. Very surprised what it was about from episode three onwards because I didn't know any of the story and I feel like I probably didn't read this target book either. Um, but. Very much enjoyed the atmosphere and the moodiness of it. And I thought the weird creature was quite scary, even though it probably wasn't as scary on the programme. Um, loved loved a heartbeat. Um, I quite liked the fact that it was early signposting of Victoria's departure. But I do admit that she doesn't really add a lot to the story other than being scared or other stories other than being scared. I see that now. Um, <laughs> but... I also thought it was interesting about the different authority figures and how all these different people had different reactions to the situation. And I thought that was well handled, like you said. And I particularly love Mia Megan Jones. I think she's yes. an unsung heroine from Doctor Who times. Glorious. And I thought there's some thoughtful direction in the animation. I imagine there was some thoughtful direction from Hugh David. Aided ably by Michael E. Bryant. Um some of the sequences i know michael e. bryant did this sequence of the of victoria being further away in the distance he kind of had that that was his scene that he actually directed that's cool. so yes that's nice. me on fury good what do you think what do i you think? I, I can absolutely second your 
lauding of the strong characters. I felt like there was a lot of strong characters in this. Often you can find Doctor Who that we get a lot of weak people because the Doctor's the only strong character we need. But we had Robson, Red Van Lutyens, we had Megan Jones, all that really were vying and worthy of their screen time. They had their opinions and they were worthy opinions. The Doctor um, was a good foil for those and that worked at times. Um, Jamie and Victoria, like I, I just want to love them more than I do. Um, they, I didn't get the pleasure from them that I feel like I do from a lot of companions. Jamie's a bit feeble and Victoria is I mean, a bit feeble doesn't even describe it like she's so <laughs> so rubbish like it's it's a shame like she does give everyone a bad name not just females she just is lame um so yeah that was a really upsetting part of it I just no human being wants to be that feeble that they're like oh I just don't like things things make me sad um she like, did open the lock she did open the lock to their pin yeah well done bobby pin lady um, <laughs> yeah, no. yeah. Like, I I need more from people, and she didn't yeah. deliver. Uh, I really was quite upset by how. So, uh, tell me, Alex, did you like Victoria or not? <laughs> <laughs> I really want to be less fit. Like I hate <sighs> hating, but I'm just so good at it. <laughs> <laughs> well, like the doctor says. Always do what you're best at. <laughs> no, I really wanted her to be better. Like, I really did not get any pleasure from how bad she was. There was opportunities for her to be better. And the, ch the chances, like, she really was at the very end given opportunities on a plate. It really was like, here is your time to shine, go. And you don't feel silly. It was just like, this is not okay right now. This is not. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is not. Let what me you're come over and brain you. Yeah. Yeah. So yes. then, no, it, it was not a bad story. It was a very standard Doctor Who story. We had a baddie. We had um, a very clear story. This isn't like a standard. Like I think some of the things we've had with Patrick Troutons before is like, what's going on here? What's going on there? I got this. I got what was going on. Hundred percent. They explained it very clearly. Um, but it was possibly not enough for six episodes. Yes. Good. Um, talking of haters and hating as we were, we were talking about hating rather than haters. I'll start again. Talking about hating as we were, um, <laughs> I just wanted to say a few words on behalf of people who really do appreciate the animations and just say, I know that when people produce something like that, you have to kind of live it in order to get it right. And there's probably people putting more hours in than they're getting paid for. And the people behind the Fury from the Deep animation and all the other animations, I really appreciate your efforts. And I think they're wonderful. Well done. Oh, completely. Like 100% I agree with you. When I'm yeah. judging this, I'm judging it because I am now, whereas I previously wasn't able to, able to judge a Doctor Who. I'm not hmm. judging a doctor. No, I know, I know. I'm, I'm not no, critiquing you. No, I'm no, critiquing no, know, the, the, all the fans who are negative. To anyone. Um, yeah. like it's important that it's it's a fantastic thing that they're now giving us an opportunity to critique a Doctor Who that was previously not available to us. So, yes, when we're critiquing an uh, animated Doctor Who, it's like, 
this is us being able to now judge it on the same platform as every other Doctor Who, because you have given us that, which is, yeah, no, I completely agree, it's fantastic, which previously we weren't able to, so yeah, no, I, I think that's fantastic, and it actually means that my kids will watch it with me. The eldest was less grumpy than the youngest. She was like, oh my goodness, I can't take <laughs> The other thing is, that's just one more question about all of this, about the animation, is that um, one of the points of view is that we shouldn't be so preserving of the soundtrack and it would be better just to do them as like 90-minute cartoons that have cut all the all the sort of like the padding out or all the things that don't quite make sense that often are in 60s Doctor Who and just make them really fast-paced, exciting 90-minute films. What do you think about that idea? Yeah, I think that should be one of the um, alternative options. I think yeah. definitely you're watching it and you're like, they're just, they're making like that seaweed frogger moment when they're like, yeah. what was happening in this moment? Like, it cannot have been seaweed frogger for all of this moment. Like, it just, <laughs> it took like a whole minute and you're like, yeah. this is too much. And you're watching it and you're like, I'm okay with this because they're just being faithful to the fact that yeah. something was happening at this time. But yeah, no, I think. Given that we are a whole different audience now, they could absolutely cut it down. And and if you are a Doctor Who fan, as everyone who seems to be involved in these things are, if you do it faithfully enough, you can cut out some absolute bollocks unnecessary and just well, yeah, give and us I what we need. Yeah, and I think I would rather see that than a whole other black and white one on the other disc. I would rather have, all right, this is the full unexpurgated soundtrack with all, we've animated it all on this disc in the original episodic format this one is the 90 or even 80 or 70 minute feature film with all of the scenes that we've already cut and we've just cut them together to make it fast yeah yeah i I love that i think it'd be good wouldn't it being as we were so forgiving of that like when the doctor videos first came out when they weren't episodal and they were just one big film we were we're like whatever you want to do with it just we'll deal with it we're happy so, yeah, I think Doctor Who fans are fairly forgiving with that. Um, yeah. yeah, you need to give them the option for perfect and pristine. But yeah. aside from that, let us just enjoy in whatever way we're happy to absorb. Yeah. Yes. Yes, see? See? Wow. <laughs> I went a bit gas monster. I bet went a bit gas monster then, didn't I? <laughs> Everyone, please. He has his mouth very wide. It's terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> Right. So. Yes. Thank, thank you for joining me from unpronounceable place in New Zealand. Fuckatani. Fuckatani with all the fans. Fucky, fucky with the fans. Fucky with the fans. Fuckatani with the fans. Yeah. It was good. good. Thank you, yes. everyone who lives in Fuckatani. I know you exist. He doesn't believe that yeah. you do, but you do. And particularly fan- thanks to Estevan. <laughs> Someday you will find <laughs> the city of gold. <laughs> His surname is De Castro as well. Like he doesn't like it's not Esteban like pumpkin. It's like Esteban De Castro. Like that is some next level South American. Oh, you could live off that name, couldn't you? I know. He's like born and bred Kiwi though. He's not having any of it. It's very weird. Good. Okay. It's time to say tatty bye bye. <laughs> okay, little weirdo. <laughs> Tushy bye big, bye. Big weirdo, I think you mean. 
So until next time, um, thank you for joining us on our little podcast. And we will be with you again soon. And I'm looking at the spreadsheet, for I have looked at the spreadsheet. I note. Oh, yes. yes. Spreadsheet. I saw that spreadsheet you sent me today or yesterday or somewhere. Yes, we've been quite well spread, I thought. Well, I did think that until I noticed how down on McCoy's we are. Shit, where do we need to where do we need to fill up? We need to fill up in McCoy and Hartnell. We're we're lagging in those McCoy's areas. season what? Well all of it, because we've only done two of twelve, so we're actually behind. <laughs> oh, I know me. I know how much you I know how much you love Ace. I know how I much I think we have love... overdone Second Doctor because I'm finding a bit of a love of Second Doctor. So I know that we've gone too far there, but... Yeah, gone too far. <sighs> <laughs> we've oh, done two Second Doctors in a row. So, yeah. yes. Yes. So yeah, next time, right. I... Th- oh, well, I think... we're behind on Hartnell. I'm happy with Hartnell. That well, we'll good. do a Hartnell next. Thank Hartnell you. next. Thank, Thank you, you please. Okay. See you next time. Bye. Bye. What is it, love? What's the matter? I don't know. <laughs>